When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome, welcome back. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you, left you without the fucking bestest podcast to listen to, listen to. (laughs) I'm laughing, but I'm actually really shook. I can't even lie. Um, You all know, listen to this, that an episode of Get the Belt podcast hasn't been out for a long time. You know, get the belt, kingdom of belts. Oh my God, not me even forgetting the tagline to my own show. Home of of Melanin Magnificence and kingdom of belts where any motherfucker can get it. Um, I'm nervous as fuck and help me get through this. uh, I've got my best friend who you all know I've talked about him on the show before and you probably, if you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen him all over my Instagram. We went to Paris recently. It's man like James. Say what's good, James. Yo, 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 what's good? I am here. We are here. We are back. You are back. Yeah. Yes. Something like that. Hey, let's go. <laughs> so yeah, I asked James, <coughs> sorry, this cough. Oh, I asked James to come on because, you know, I, I've been wanting to, right. Miles has, that, hey, let huh? me go, let me go. Miles has been, been asking. Been, I also that I've been saying to James, when are you gonna come on like from years ago, like when it first started, like come on, be a guest, it'd be good. And da, da, da. no, he'd be like, no, I can't do it. Like it's not for me, Miles. Like just let me live. Like it's not for me. Um, and then obviously I struggled in finding another coast. I was like, just do it. Like you'd be great. No, no, not for me. And um, here he is on the show. Yes, man. And I feel like because this is your first one back, yeah. So normally. When you asked me, I was ready to say no again, you know. But then I said, you know what, yeah? This guy, I need the people to hear this man chat, yeah? I need the people to hear this man speak. And if it means me coming out of my comfort zone to get this man back on the mic, I'm finna do it. So here we are today. Let's go. Like, here we are. Miles is back, babies. (laughs) In back. Oh my God. This is is actually a lot. Like, (laughs) this episode is not going to be the same kind of episode i would normally release we're gonna do the same we're gonna do a lot of the same thing so you can expect men in magnificence uh get the bell uh word of the week and mars measures but mars measures is gonna be quite stripped back because i feel like i've been mia for the longest it's been me that has been 
Madeline McCann in these podcasting <laughs> streets and all you've seen of me over the last year is drinking nice things, ass, and the way my body looks and it looks good, actually. Hey, let's go. But, you know, that's not all I am and that's not all I can bring and it's not all I want to bring. And I have felt at times um, over the last year that, I've got lost in being an Instagram boy that's got no talent other than how he looks. And that's not even a talent because that will go. And that's not, you know, the the footprint I want to leave. And that's not, it's not the only reason why I'm here. So I have missed a lot being on this mic and talking about things that are happening in society and things that are happening with me. Um... All the fun things, all the sucking dicks, all the yes. celebrity goss, all the why people are trash and all the shining a light on incredible like people of color doing doing bits that deserve their flowers. And, you know, the other day I went on a, a run and I went on to my Instagram to talk about one idiot boy that tried me <laughs> from like time ago and ch- decided to jump back in my dms and try to start a conversation i had to get him together and i got him together on a public platform because i'm i can be messy sometimes yeah. and i'm accountable and the amount of responses that i got from so many people that again felt validated felt heard felt seen felt that i articulated things that they didn't know how to articulate but had been in that same position that I had been in just reminded me of the feeling I would get when I would put an episode of get the belt out and I'd get people message about, yes, you, yes, this, yes, that, oh my God, I relate to this and this really helped. So yeah, I've missed it. Yes. I've got a fat ass. Yes. I got a cute face and yes, I travel and I do nice things, but I got a lot of motherfucking shit to say. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, boy. Ugh. Right. So, like I said, it's not gonna be. It's gonna be basically the same episode. We've got a very, very, very special guest, James here, and we are gonna get into the um, into the the normal shenanigans of the show. But like I said, with Mars measures, we're gonna give you a little piece, a little rundown of of, of the things, small, small. But today's Mars measures is gonna be, as James put it, like before we started recording, we're gonna measure miles. Is that yes. what you said? Yeah, measuring miles. Measuring miles. Hey. That's it. And I'm scared because I really said to James that anything is like nothing is off limits. Like you can speak about everything because like I would always come on this show. Obviously, there's things that I'm going to like not put out there just for like, like health and safety, girl. Like, <laughs> and like you won't be knowing his address. OK. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I really want to come back and continue being as open and honest and giving of myself as I was before and you know a lot of a lot has happened and i feel like it will just help you guys understand the change in me because i feel like i've really changed oh my god i feel like i've really changed in the last year and a bit like a lot and so some of you might not understand where this change has come from and some of you might not even be related relate i might not even be as relatable to some of you as i was before and that's also really fine but i want to come and explain why and how these changes have occurred uh because potentially some of you guys could have gone through similar changes may go through them or you just or i just want you to know what the fuck has been going on so i can then continue and not feel no kind of way basically yeah basically right so let's kick off the show with word of the week (laughs) 
been a minute since I've heard that music. <laughs> hey, I'm in my seat. My shoulders are bopping, boy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right, you said that you had... I can't lie. I didn't, I didn't really prepare too much. This whole comeback hasn't really been you know months and months in the planning i wanted to do months and months in planning and it just kept on stopping i kept on stopping and so i haven't really i'm gonna do a freestyle for my word of the week but i want you to go first james because you said you'd done a better job than me and you'd come prepared yes i have my notes app open come on ready to go yeah so this is my word of the week it is don't be fooled by mixed signals indecision is a decision And you know what? I saw one of our friends, Lawrence, he put this up on his story maybe like a few days ago. And the way I... Performer. Lawrence Rowe, yeah. The way I said screenshots, the way I said, I need this in my life. I need to read this every single day. Because honestly, sometimes I'd be suffering, yeah? With people giving me mixing signals Mm. and me constantly still jumping on the positive aspect. So if I'm dating someone, yeah? And we're going on dates. Yeah. And the dates are lovely, yeah? But then we have an hour, we go for a coffee. It's beautiful. But then the week in between where I don't see him again, there's no communication. Uh, We're not chatting. The uh, vibes are not vibing. I need to listen to that aspect of it, yeah? It's not about just the good. Because honestly, guys, yeah? Guys, people, them, anybody, yeah? You can mm -hmm. go on a date with someone, spend an hour with someone, and they can give you their best. You can also give your best as well, Mm -hmm. yeah? For me personally, especially being someone who is always busy and is out of the country, is moving around, Mm -hmm. for me to feel content i need that clarity outside of us being together being together (laughs) yeah and that's what it is and that's where for me mid signals if they're indecisive like no get rid move on yeah find somebody new find someone that can keep you going when you're not actually physically with them that is so much more important or not so much more important but it's also just as important because i feel like it's almost giving convenience yes like it's convenient for you to give me x y and z Mm -hmm. because we're Exactly. In, in each other's yeah. spaces. Exactly. It's not convenient for you to message when you're out at your nine to five or you're mm-hmm. out in your show or mm-hmm. you're out at home with your or with your brethren. Yeah. That's not, con- that's not, what's the word? Um, that's not convenient. That takes a choice. 1000%. That takes a choice. That's a decision. Like, so in, in, in the same way that them not messaging you is very much a choice. Yes. As in, I don't want to message because I'm not thinking about you. And if I am, is I, I just want to continue these shots with my friends or mm-hmm. just continue working and no, it's fine. And uh, then when I see you, then I can give you. No, no, I don't want any kind of anything that is just convenient. Convenience is actually disgusting. Especially the way our jobs go, yeah. We're both performers, yeah. We mm. work on sociable hours, that whole uh, James I'm available. is in out of hell, by the way. I am. I just Come on, like go a see year him. and a half tour, boy. But now I've got a little break, which is nice. But for me, I don't really get to spend as much time back at home in London. So I need to make sure that I can have that connection and build a connection with someone away from being able to see them every single day or every yeah. other every other day. So that's why for me, it's just as important to actually make sure that I can really communicate with people outside of just meeting up for food because I love going out for foods. I can do yeah, it. I, I know. I, me love it. <laughs> we be doing it. Every day, yeah? <laughs> I will go out for food every single day of the week. But certain people are like that as well. If people are in jobs that they don't really like, for them, going out on a date in an evening, is for them, is, is chill and it's calm. And they, they, get, they get their kicks, they have their meal, and then they go about their business. For me, it's when you're at work 
and you're on the toilet because we all bring our phones to the toilet. Yeah, come on. So we can scroll up on the Instagram. Yeah. You didn't see my message. You didn't yeah. see it. Well, uh, well, well. You didn't see well, it. Well, okay. well. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, for me, that's why. Is that something you'll let these people them know when you go on a date? Like, is that something you're going to say on your first date? Like, oh, because I'm, you know me, I'm, I'm often, quote unquote, too much. Yeah. And I will say to people like, communication for me is big. And I feel like they hear me but they don't really yeah they don't, they don't really, really feel, feel it they don't really like feel it. they and they're like yeah me too me too but then same way like you said all that next week i don't hear from them yeah and it's like no when i said i communication is key for me mm. i actually meant it yeah. i'm gonna have to now just because of my last experience dating somebody mm. while i was away on tour it was the same thing it was basically why i explained that and i just ended up wasting so much time like not even wasting time but it was six months where we were kind of talking we were dating every time i come back to london we'd meet up with each other but the time in between we just weren't progressing like yeah. it just felt like it was just like oh yeah it's cute in the moment but for me that's a long moment man six months that's a long moment it's a bro. long moment and we kind of ended it where we started really and i had oh. it in the back of my head i knew deep down yeah i, mean, I kind of knew it. it wasn't really working but because when we met up with each other it was there cute. were sparks and it did feel nice i kept pushing on that and that it's just not enough. It's not yeah, enough. we don't need sparks. We need we need hey, flames hello. where we can feel the warmth Please. from afar, honey. Come on now. Ooh. Okay, so remind us of that word of the week again. It was indecision. Uh-uh. It is don't be fooled by mixed signals. Indecision is a decision. Oof, indecision yeah. is a decision. Facts. That kind of bleeds into not necessarily me being indecisive about coming back, yeah. Mm-hmm. But me not doing anything was me not doing anything it was you know what I mean? I it mean, was yeah. Yeah. it was me just procrastinating and make like not yeah it was me not doing anything i didn't make a choice and in, in not making a choice and being indecisive my choice was to not come back and yeah that didn't serve me and yeah so let's let's be making choices people. come on come that's on. not that's just not for other people in your life that this word of the week is also for you to put on you like I just did with me. Definitely. I saw a, a little meme the other day. It made me laugh. And it was like some girl coming out of therapy and she was like crying on her phone to her mm-hmm. friend. She's like, yo, I just came out of therapy and I just realized I'm the problem. Oh. <laughs> ouchie, ouchie, it's ouchie. Not everybody else. It's me, bitch. So word of the week. Yes, as much as it you want to like apply it to the people around you is very much about us as well. Yes, so I didn't really have one lined up but i'm just gonna say whatever comes to my head and my heart in this moment Mm. and that is be patient with yourself be patient with yourself i know i don't have patience period (laughs) (laughs) it's one of my uh biggest flaws but at the same time it can be it definitely can be one of my biggest attributes because i've with certain things been so impatient and just rushed to get things done i get it done well but it's definitely down to my lack of patience uh but one thing i think i have learned over this last year of not being um on the airwaves and doing many of the different things that I was doing pre-lockdown, pre-nan dying, pre-all of this, COVID, um, 
I've learned to be, well, I'm learning, I'm still not patient with myself, but I'm learning to be patient with myself because at the end of the day, without the patience for yourself, you're still going to take as long as it takes to do or achieve whatever it is that you've got in mind, yeah? Except for without the patience, you end up being hard on yourself and you end up putting yourself into a, a rabbit hole of feeling shit. And if anything it's going to make shit take longer to do. So like, even with things like my body, like I'll look at myself sometimes in the mirror and be like, oh, like this isn't X, Y, and Z and it's not looking the way I want it to look. And that's a whole nother episode uh, about Bozzy, body, sorry, Bozzy. <laughs> not my Bozzy. Your Bozzy. <laughs> my Bozzy. <laughs> <laughs> um, like that is definitely something that when I would look in the mirror and I'd realize I'm not where I want to be yet, Without that patience for me, it ended up making me just feel shit about myself. And if anything, it would then take me longer to like start the meal prepping and start tracking things because I was so, I was not giving myself that grace and that patience mm -hmm. that it ended up taking longer because I'm now vex. Yep. Um, and and then do you really appreciate as well, like if you do get it done, even if it's like you, you bam, 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 you banged it out. Do you actually have the time then to really be like, oh, look, look what I've just done. I feel like you then end up moving on to the next thing. You never really get to process and live in who you are. A hundred percent. And I definitely suffered from that mm -hmm. before the pandemic, mm -hmm. like with when I had charity twerk that was going on every month mm -hmm. and um, my nice things nights and then the podcast coming out and then being in the show and then working whatever. Like, and I was, I was also starting to look nice towards the end like towards the like the when the pandemic came because i was gymming and stuff or whatever but i didn't because i was so impatient with everything i never had the patience to sit for a bit and just enjoy these things or the journey of getting somewhere mm -hmm. so my word of the week is definitely to to try and learn i'm still learning boys girls and our baby nons <laughs> that <laughs> patience will just make the journey so much sweeter Yes, because you're allowing yourself to take the time instead of having this journey which you're beating yourself up for because it's taken so long if you have the patience with yourself then it's going to take long but you it, it just it just becomes more enjoyable mm -hmm. it becomes way more enjoyable and a lot more sustainable as well and that goes down to things that you want to achieve places you want to go jobs you might want to get relationships you want to go get relationships you might want to leave girl <laughs> <laughs> but um allowing yourself patience it's just kinder on yourself um and then, yeah it just makes everything so much easier so much easier but yeah that's my word of the week this week Oh, thanks, babes. Thank you, babes. I'm so glad that you're on this fucking podcast. <laughs> also, <clears throat> one of the reasons I should have really said this at the beginning of the podcast, but you know, shit happens. Um, I planned to do this maybe like three days ago, uh, and I just said, "Boom, I'm going to do it on my birthday." So this episode will be being released on my 31st birthday, Whoa! which is the 12th of November. Um, I'm unsure what time I'm going to release it. I might release it at, at ooh, because you know seven is my lucky number. Seven is your lucky number. But no one's going to be at the club yeah. from 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 seven. So uh, 
Hmm. I'm unsure. I don't know what to do. I was going to say 10 p.m., but I want to say everyone, it's available now. Yeah, you want to be able to actually. Yeah. Do all of that. Well, we'll figure that shit yeah. out. We'll I don't have a plan. <laughs> we'll make it work. But you're, if you're listening to this, it is my birthday. Well, is or was my birthday. Uh, and this would have been released on my birthday. So that was my bit of pressure on me to get this out. Um, and yeah, because it's, it's, I want this to be like a present to me. Uh, and a present to everyone else as well. But this is definitely something I've really wanted to do, even though I've put it off. And having James here for it, it being released on my birthday, just makes me feel like this last year wasn't... Not not a waste, because I know I've learned a lot of things, but it's to me it just is it's so impactful and it's mm. a reminder of all that I uh, can do, really. And, yeah, so, yeah, today is or was my birthday when this came out. I just thought I'd share that with you. <laughs> anyway, how has your week been, James? Well, my week, I need to start with the fact, right? So, Saturday just gone, I finished part of my UK tour, which but, but, but. had lasted for about a year and a half, right? And it was my birthday as well on the 5th. Yeah. So the tour finished on the 5th. So that was a crazy, crazy day, oh, right? Yeah. Normally, like, for my birthday, I don't know if it's a Scorpio thing. Someone told me, yeah, that November Scorpios are crazy when it comes to birthdays like we well. love we love off a celebration we love feeling the love we love giving the love out i love a celebration on my birthday yeah so yeah. it's actually really nice having it be the last um two shows and it also be my birthday because the energy was already high mm. everyone was in good spirits even though it was a bit emotional because some people that are in the cast that i am still in are leaving meant that it was a bit of a sad sad were they sad. silent or were they silenced oh Mm-hmm. Mars has got me here talking like a talker. <laughs> we don't even need to get into that. But yeah. Um, so yeah, it's my birthday on the Saturday, and then on Sunday, myself and Miles, yeah. we went to Paris. Yes. We spent twenty-seven hours in Paris, and we used those hours. Oh, we used we them hours. Used and abused. Yeah, Boy. those hours. And you know what's so funny, yeah? The one, the main <laughs> thing that keeps coming to my head is, yeah? We kept saying, oh, we need to make sure that we're getting these pictures, yeah? Because, you know, we, we like to create yeah. the memories. We like to serve the looks. We like to have those, yeah? Yeah, yeah. There was one part of the night where there was no pictures, yeah, right? Yeah, one. And you know what that is proof of? Good fucking times. Good times. And living enjoyment. in the bloody moment, yeah? Yeah. Because between dinner and the club, what, the apart from Beyonce videos... Yeah, of us dancing and we didn't even record them babe that was Juma right so hello like, that is proof of enjoyment but I had such a great time yeah and our looks we were so it, epic as well yeah I really wanted I re- yeah, you're right because I really wanted mm-hmm. to get pictures because the look was looking and mm-hmm. where we were staying girl, was Ooh. just giving luxurious it was just started. it was just taking us into this next year with, with, with manifesting the more nice things we deserve mm-hmm. but yeah the looks were looking but once them drinks, mm, once God. the drinks was drinking, wow. I wasn't, like Beyonce said, I ain't thinking about you. Literally. I wasn't thinking about that camera. At all. I was not. I at was just all. on stage in the, in the O2 arena behind Beyonce. No, fully. If not Beyonce fully, herself. Fully, fully, fully. I had moments where I look back on the... Because <laughs> it was myself, Miles and Amanda, yeah, that were doing all the, all the Beyonce choreo, yeah. And we were watching back those videos, yeah, gassing ourselves yeah. up because the choreo was clean. It was yeah? actually clean, bro. No rehearsal. Fucked. No rehearsal. And we're doing choreo no that Beyonce ain't done in years, yeah? Yeah, facts. Hello. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah? We ain't seen this choreo. 
And there's still no visuals for the Renaissance album, but it's, Ooh, it's fine. Yeah, she's taking her time. It's fine. Have you seen that one meme? You know, uh, for Halloween, she yeah. dressed up as the, the, the family. Did yeah, your family. family, yeah. Have you seen, she was the grandma with yes. the grey wig, and then yeah. she was the mum uh-huh. looking youthful. Uh-huh. Someone, one of the Hive members made a, a meme oh, of her as the... Um, the young mum sent me when uh, Renaissance dropped. Uh, <laughs> no facts because. And then the yeah. grandma, me when we got the visuals. No, no, please don't do this to us. I can't, I can't. I'm already 32. Yeah, listen. Please, I need these visuals out. Not, not us get the music video at 35. Right. Ah, uh, madness. And it won't even. It will be fucking Blue Ivy in the video. It's not even Beyonce. Watch. Honestly. But yeah, man, it's uh. been a lovely. I've had a lovely week. It's been nice to. Relax. I will say though, which is so crazy, I think because my brain was so focused on going to Paris that I didn't actually really process like the end of the tour. I feel like because I was living in my, it being my birthday, yeah, and there was just so much going on. It was when I got back home on the Monday after Paris had happened, and I was in bed tired because boy, we were lucky for moving some moving and grooving. Oh yeah, you had to go straight to work. Boy. I had to go and do a show going right. in the West End in these streets. Mm-mm. My mum was busy. So I took the time to like look at some of the cars that people have got me, like actually sit down and just, I cried, man. Aww. The tears were tearing because you just, ugh, I don't know. It's one of those sticky situations where because you're so like, if you're so on, 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 you forget to live in the moment I know that's sometimes. Right. And I honestly want to make sure that I do that because mm. I had more than enough time to enjoy Paris because I loved Paris when we were there. Mm. I feel like I should have maybe concentrated maybe a bit more on that Saturday on Bat Out of Hell and like the work aspect and knowing that some of these people I'm not going to see for a while. Mm. You know what I mean? It's always so much easier. Like we say ourselves, when we did Book of Mormon together, we were in it for two years. We didn't have to worry about seeing each other at all. Mm. It was guaranteed we were going to see each other. Every day, almost. And we would even meet up on the Sundays. This is how yeah. you know, yeah? The love, the love yeah. is there. Six days are working. Yeah. And we're still meeting up on that on seventh, the seventh day. On the wow. on Jesus's day. But yeah, it just made me realise like, I really want to try and just focus on living in the yeah. moment more. 100%. You know? But what about you, Mars? How was your... Yeah, my week has been good. Again, been very on. I've been, obviously my birthday is uh, on the 12th of November. We're recording on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I set myself this task of I'm going to release it by uh, on my birthday. I'm going to do that. So I needed to prep recording i wanted to change up the artwork you would have seen we've got new artwork um in this in this moment in time it's not yet decided but. like i'm so like i'm sure there's seven pictures obviously like a number seven that i'm going to choose from and i'm asking my close ones which ones blah 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 but whatever one you choose uh shout out to lucian who actually um shot me he's an amazing amazingly talented photographer did it such last minute i literally messaged him the day before and was like yo your work is great my work is great. Let's come together and yes. do some nice things. I didn't know how it was going to turn out. Very similar to this recording right now. And just went and what came out of it was stunning. And for some reason, I work well under that kind of and people, situation. And people, I've seen them and they are sick. Yeah. You're so for a treat. You, well, it'll be, it'll be on your phone or whatever device you're listening to this on now. So that's the new artwork. I hope you like it. And if you don't, whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, <no>. I love it. <laughs> I love it a lot. Um... So I've had the pressure with like get the belt stuff. Obviously, my actual birthday party, mm-hmm. which um, will would have happened by now, I guess. Um, sorting that out has been crazy. Um, chasing up the events, people, the restaurant. So I thought I wanted a private dinner with like my close friends and family, with family members that I've actually not sat down with 
for my birthday for about maybe 20 years. Wow. This is the first time we would have done this. Um, so it's, it was, it's, it, it's really important. Like it's not a big, big birthday, but it is in what it, uh, what it marks yes. like, and the big journeys that I've gone through in relationships and within myself which we'll get into to be here to celebrate my 31st birthday is a lot. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Obviously the theme is slash was alien superstar. Why? So like I've been like making sure that everyone gets the info. I didn't want every person to go there and I it didn't want, I didn't want it to just be like people I know their names of or like just familiar faces. I wanted to, I wanted it to be friends. So it's been difficult because I've not wanted to like, post it on like my Instagram story and say come because then I'll get the Wagga Wagga people coming through and asking and then I've now got to be like no which mm -hmm. I don't mind saying but I would rather not yeah. um, <clears throat> so I just put it on my close friends and like those that check in on me often either on Insta or my socials have got the message and I message people and so yeah sorting out the guest list the numbers is a private members club we're having it at obviously Soho House I love it there um, they're, they've been really good. It took them a while to fucking get back to me. And shout out to Talia, yeah. Talia and Rose, that are both staff members at Soho House. Talia doesn't even work there anymore. And she patterned the thing. I was hounding them, emailing all of their current employees. Mm. And it took an ex-employee, black girl, DJ, um, model, she's just amazing, <clears throat> to WhatsApp the people she knew there. And within 24 hours, boom, she was like, you've got this, you've got that, you've got that let them know that I helped. And I said, I will. Yes. And I've and I'm yet to send the email to let them know that she she is needed there because the emails I was sending to the people on job were not responding. Uh-uh. Can you imagine? The on jobbers were not on jobbing. They were not on jobbing. Oof. Charlie. Oh. Anyway, so yeah, uh, I've been sorting all of that out. Obviously, we went to Paris. Really enjoyed that. Thoroughly enjoyed it. It was, again, my it was my second time traveling with James here. I mm. love traveling with James. I would always say to him, when we were Book of Mormon together, I would yes. always go off to somewhere on the Sunday off, be it Rome, France, wherever. And he would, no, no, I can't do it. It's 24 hours. It's too much. It's too much. And finally, I had his clot in King's finally. Cross Station with his passport and luggage ready to ready. go to Paris for the day. And it was such fun. I love traveling with my best friend. Like, we did New York together. Mm -hmm. I can't remember whether I recorded a podcast. Was I recording right then? I don't think I no, was. No, you weren't. You weren't. I wasn't. No. Fuck. A lot Jesus. happened. A lot happened in New York. New Yorker. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. The other things. <laughs> Harry <I> Potter. <laughs> other things. Like, uh, yeah, I just love traveling with him. And Amanda came, which was amazing. It was nice to, like, bond with her. And yes. then my friend Juma. Um, there were some things I had to take care of in my personal life, um, which I was really skeptical about, but that went down great. Um, if you know, you know. Um, and then, yeah, really enjoyed it. Then came back home on the s Monday, straight to work. I was worried about my voice because obviously we'd been drinking, winking, but I'm a professional, honey. Hello. So I was steaming, doing yes. my things and she sounded great. And then, yeah, now just working up towards this party and I can breathe. Finally, I can breathe. Um, but yeah, the, the week's been good, but I've just been on. I've been on. I've been on. Mm. I've been on. Tell me who gonna take me off. Take me off. Uh, I love you, B. But yeah. <laughs> Always and forever. It's been a good week. Right, so let's jump into our next segment, which is Melanin Magnificence. So this segment is very, it's very much the heartbeat or one of the heartbeats. It's, it's, it's one of the lungs mm. of uh, Get the Bell. Um, 
which, you know, at the beginning I said it's home of Melanin Magnificence and the Kingdom of Belts. And this show, one of the reasons why I created it, if you don't know, is to just shine a light, not just on the issues that we face within the black community um, here in England, uh, but also to shine a light on people of colour doing bits, black and brown people of black descent doing things that deserve praise because things get overlooked far too frequently unless you've got millions and millions of followers or you're in the you you're you're pally pally with the right light skinned person or the right white mm. no the right white person you just don't get your 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 dues when they're deserved so i created this segment and this show to be a platform to people of color doing bits so who is being crowned with melanin magnificence for you this week james i have three incredible women yeah that i'm crowning melanin magnificence yeah their names are georgia stella and renee come on georgia stella they renee. are in the band <laughs> yeah flow oh yeah oh my freaking <laughs> god yeah one thing about me is i'm going to stand i a band standing girl. and i'm going to stand a girl band yes. yeah and i'm standing flow number one fan i'm putting this out here from now yeah i'm letting the people know anyone listening it's me I'm me, the number one fan. I am obsessed with these girls. The harmonies, their vibe, they can all sing, Yeah. right? And this is what I need, yeah, in like a vocal group. They are all giving vocals. They all kind of, they just mesh and gel really well. So mm. for me, I will forever stand those girls. Like, I can't wait to see them perform, see them excel. They're already doing bits and bobs, but the world is yeah. honestly their oyster. Like, they are going to slay. Yeah. I can feel it. Both here and in the States, oh I've seen they are, they're getting recognition. They've already performed on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Already. Like, that is mad. But yeah. it's just proof that talent prevails, man. And they, like, they know what they're doing. And hard work. Because oh, I know, obviously, um, M&EK works mm. closely with them and he's a dear friend of ours. Mm. And, um, he just tells me how their schedule is yes. mad. Like yes, they yes, are, yes. they are grafting. Mm -hmm. They are working. It's not been a you know. Oh, let's just put out a single, see how it goes, and boom, no. we're on Jimmy Kimmel. It's been gigs, 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 sessions, studio sessions, all of the things, appearances, talks, lives, posts, all mm -hmm. the things. They've been working. And do you know what I love as well, and this is why I will forever love. Obviously, people like Beyonce. Yeah, when you go on the YouTube mm -hmm. and you come watch them singing acoustically yeah or just acapella or anything and it still bangs if the shit still bangs when there's no production i'm gonna stand yeah like you can literally go right now and see any video of them singing they were just at the glamour awards was yeah. the glamour awards the other night and i watched yeah. a few little clips from there and their voices that's just them on stage with a keyboard yeah and still sounding like angels so yeah, yeah man hey shout out to flow hey hey um, my Melanin Magnificence this week goes out to a 29-year-old woman from Manchester by the name of Maria Loyal. L is that spelled L-A-W-A-L? Loyal, not loyal. Maria Loyal. Um, so she is a cancer survivor who lost her hair during the battle with um, cancer, who then turned to make wigs for other women in the UK so they could look in the mirror mm. and not feel like a cancer patient in a wig. She wanted them to be cute. Mm. She wanted them to feel themselves. I also did a little bit more research and found out that she was also, I think it was online, giving like makeup tutorials to wow. for girls um, 
to whom which uh, the chemotherapy had affected their skin. Mm -hmm. So she came up with like different routines and different um, options of makeup to use that could go on the skin without causing further irritation, mm -hmm. etc. And provide the, these girls, um, yeah, looks so they can feel cute, make them feel sexy, and not make them feel so not make them feel so sick and like she said like a cancer patient um she used to be um a an athlete and she actually discovered that she got uh had cancer quite early on but at the start it was just a lump in her thigh mm -hmm. and she was saying to the media um people that she was speaking to i think it was the voice newspaper i got this from uh that she she didn't think anything of it because she wasn't feeling any other symptoms. She wasn't feeling tired. She didn't have any pain. It was just a lump. So she thought nothing of it. Mm -hmm. uh, and then as it got worse over the years, she was, it started to interfere with her training and just daily activities. So they went to the, she went to the doctor and the doctor said, oh, it's nothing. Just take painkillers. Again, this kind of links into like get the belt mm -hmm. slightly with... Uh, you know, black women going, uh, black people in general, but specifically black women going to the doctors and saying, I feel pain, this this hurts, X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. and then being like, oh, here's a paracetamol, go yeah. home and, and rest up. My girl had, what, I don't even know how to say this cancer. It's It was um, osteosarcoma, uh, which is a type of cancer which affects the bone. Um, and yeah, the NHS was just like, yeah, go home, here's a paracetamol. All in all, she had cancer. It's, it's, not, it's not safe. <sighs> but anyway, this isn't Get the Bell. Mm -hmm. This is Melanin Magnificence. Um, my, my Melanin Magnificence goes to Maria Lowell because she took something which potentially could have taken her life and made her depressed and down and out. And she decided to turn and make make it in something positive and help and provide other women with tools to make them feel good using her experiences from this awful disease. I think that's brave. I think that's, it's determined. I think it shows drive and passion yes. and just kindness for other people and compassion to, to other people other than yourself, which I feel like this world can so frequently lack. Mm -hmm. So shout out to you. I did try and look for the, um, business, um, but I couldn't find it. So I'm hopefully by the time that this is out, the link to her business for wigs or YouTube videos on tutorials uh, will be in the link of this uh, episode. So yeah, my melanin magnificence goes to you, Maria. So now it is time for the part of the podcast where we discuss all of the shenanigans happening mm -hmm. in and around the world, honey. The celeb goss. The, the things that we find or you probably find important. Um, like I said at the beginning, it's going to be slightly different. I said to James, he can ask me anything and talk to him about anything to, to you know, let you guys know what has um, been going on, which I'm really, really excited about. Um, <laughs> yeah. But we'll start with the, with the lighter stuff. Right, let um, me start with this. You first go on, because you really you really came prepared, honey. Hey, you I said scarred lanky. You said be prepared. Yeah. Come on. Right. right, let's go. The first thing I want to talk about, yeah. let's start light, yeah. Have you seen that bounty has been removed from the celebrations? Like officially gone. As in one. As in, as in as did. it gone, baby. As in she is not. One, one of us, of us. <laughs> yeah. they said bounty do you know the first thing yeah i saw a tweet 
<laughs> someone, as soon as it had been released, someone said, this is giving very anti-black. <laughs> right, why? <laughs> and then I thought about it, I was like, what are you talking about? Supposedly black people Not love her for bounty. Up, like, Supposedly like, black people love her for bounty. No, no, me. exactly. And to be honest, in my black family, not just my immediate family, but every Christmas, best believe, and no matter whose house we went to, be it the Jamaican side, mm-hmm, Nigerian mm-hmm. side, bounties was left in that it motherfucker. Gets left, and I will eat it if it's there. And more time is one of my cousins, my black cousins, who's got a white p- partner. Oh! Is the white partner going? Oh, can I have the bounty? Ooh, bounty. He's, oh yeah, I'm so glad. It's only got like a little this. chocolate rim, you know. It's not much in calories, you know, coconut. <laughs> not them be saying. Oh, I'm surprised you guys don't like this. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh-uh, not that. Not that. No, that's a joke. That's a joke. Lammy. So yeah, man, that is gone. But I'm just hoping then that that means that there's more space for, for the another faves. one, or for my fa- for extra faves. I want extra Snickers, please. Yeah. And extra Twix, please. I do be like, is is Snickers? Cr- I do like the crunchy. That not in there. That's in there. That's not in celebration. Oh, okay. That's the that's, that's the, the roses. The heroes. Heroes. Wow, there's so, so many. Yeah, my chocolate see. Yeah. But wow. I yeah I need more Snickers in there than a more. Twix. Are you here for it or? Oh yeah, it can go. Yeah, I don't it like can it go. at all. I never would pick a bounty ever. There's no way. I don't like any. Th- I like coconut like flavored things mm-hmm. like a coconut flavored like drink. You got me into coconut flat whites, baby. Coconut milk, babe. But when it's got like. The bits for me is the texture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really the texture, mm-hmm. like the taste of it. Cute, yeah, love it. Mm-hmm. But when I that bitterness flaky, in a bounty, flaky, the flaky, yeah. flaky in my mouth is Ooh, disgusting. Is Ugh, I hate it. It's just not nice, and it's a bit oily as well. Yeah, I, I know what you don't mean. like it. It's like this should be on it my can skin. Go. Should yeah, I be this smothering be... this on my skin. Are you sure this is not <laughs> bounty exfoliator? Is this not one of Rihanna's? Is this not Rihanna's latest Fenty? thing from Barbados? Is this Fenty? Is this Rihanna? Is it? Let me know, please. I hate it. You guys let us let me know, like tweet or like mm-hmm. Instagram or whatever you want to do. If you are here for the bounty um, ostracization right. of the bounty, Bye. or if you're if you wanted it to stay, because me, I'm not shedding any tears. The only no. tears I'm shedding are of joy because I hate that shit. It can go. Not me having to buy this horrible chocolate. I don't like right. because it's included. And having it sit there for what? Finally, Michelle left the group. <gasps> Hey. Not me, I'm joking. We I'm taking her, it back. Yeah. We do, we do, we, we do. Michelle. But yeah. Forever and ever and ever. Amen. Come on. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I'm very, very, very here for that being gone. That. What else? Oh, we were t- you spoke about, you said a little something about Rihanna, right? Yes, yes. I watched, last night I watched a Savage Fenty show. We, people will know that Rihanna does a show. I feel like it's really, it's such a cute and smart concept. Yeah, She's like, is. I'm going to make a 45 minute show showing you all of my gums. I'm going to bring on my friends, Johnny Depp. <clears throat> Um, yeah. I'm going to bring my people, them on. Everyone's going to look cute. Paris Goebel's going to choreograph. It's yeah. going to be vibes. I'm, I'm going to pick all the music. It's a whole I, moment. I she, loved it. She transcended the typical fashion show oh. and made all of these house, not the household names, like the Gucci's and these huge fashion houses mm-hmm. look like they need to catch yep. up. She made them stand up. Yeah. She said, you're going to stand up. I will say though, out of... Compared to last year's show, this one was a bit dry. I didn't see dry it. Dry for me. There were some incredible moments. Like, I love the fact that they just pick songs that 
you wouldn't really think for them to be in a show, but mm-hmm. when they come, when they come on, you're just like, yes, yeah, like, yes, yes, yes. Burner Boy performed, of obviously Last Last, because yeah. that is like the last, song last. of the summer, Shine-o. and he looked cuto, cuto, cuto. Yeah, but you think he's fine? I do. Even the face. I do. You do. You do. I do. I do. Hopefully, you can do that. I do. I do, I do think he's cute. Yeah, he's cute. I think it's just the swag. For me, it's a vi- it's vibe. It's, a vi- it's, a it's vibe. the vibe of him. See, if we was walking in Brixton Market mm-hmm. and he was to pass, I wouldn't, I don't think. But it's because yeah. I've seen him in his element. I've seen him performing. Obviously, I know the songs. Mm-hmm. I know there's the talent there. And the body's not bad either. It's really not. But um, it's no, really it's not. Bad. No, I would definitely let him pound my yam. Oh, come on now. And also, there is a... Um, I need the pussy like a goosey, like a, his ex There is a, a porno star that, that looks a bit like Mr. Bruno Boyo. Which so, name? His crave. Yes, he's got Ooh. the name of a cereal. Yeah, so when I watch it, sometimes I'll be like, "Is that burner? Verse, he's a Is that burner? Not anyway. you fantasizing about burner while anyway, watching crave melanin. Let me not even. Let me not even talk about that. <laughs> 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 let me not even go that deep in idea. But yeah, it was a good. It was <clears> a good show. I there was one particular bit that I really loved, and it was. Oh, I can't remember what song was playing, but all the girls were doing choreo, but they yeah. all had these slick ponies and they were all connected. So they were in like a long line. And it's just one thing about Paris Goble, because I love a bit of Paris, yeah, because she, her choreo is really fresh and it's not even that demanding, but because it's so tight. Yeah. It's, it's so simplistic. tight. It's visually stunning. Mm. They're not doing much, but they're all doing it together. And it just, as a show, it always just it's, makes so much it's sense. It's sellable. Oh, it's slick. so sellable. Yeah. And like you said, it's not even that demanding, but in a certain way, it kind of it is. is. But like, I see all these dancers, you know, doing doing their Studio 60 and whatever. And especially some of the like newer choreographers, just, mm-hmm. it just looks yeah, busy. And I'm lost. I can see your moving and dancing but i don't see exactly i don't see it yeah i it just is a lot it's just hands everywhere and just it's just it's just yeah but it makes sense it's good in class and i guess it's good cardio because you're moving so much hello but it's not gonna it's that kind of choreo you won't see in a in a fenty show exactly but that's the thing because people used to cuss off rihanna and say she can't dance Rihanna is a Caribbean gyal, yeah? yeah? Give her a slick wine and some foundation, like, moves. The bitch can yeah. move. That where she have can you move. been all my when life? She... That choreo was Don't lit, even simple. But I was gassed. Hey boy, I wanna, wanna see if you can go. If there was visuals, yeah, you see like the choreo, yeah? You know the choreo. <laughs> she comes correct. Yeah? She comes correct. So it kind of really does match in with the show vibe. Like, yeah. I get it. Uh, before we move on, the Johnny, Mr. Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Yeah, what did you think? The clip, I've not seen the show, but I saw that Johnny Depp, the, you know, he was at one point an alleged, an accused man of uh, domestic violence, mm-hmm. but was then let, like, freed of those charges mm-hmm. and is no longer guilty of that. Like, no longer alleged. Mm-hmm. It's been prove, proven, I yep. think, that that was not the case. Yeah. However, I did think it was very, isn't it ironic? Don't you think? That, uh, Rihanna Robin, who was a, a, um, a former, not me forgetting the she language. Was she was a victim yeah. of um, domestic mm-hmm. violence and domestic physical abuse. Mm-hmm. So I did think it was extremely interesting that she um, have him on her platform. Obviously, I do completely understand that he was freed of those charges and that no longer stands against him. 
But it did make me think that since Chris Brown did what he did mm-hmm. to her and he was charged for that and he mm-hmm. was guilty, like we saw the pictures and yep. we saw the outcome of the trials, she still like works with him on songs like that ain't nobody's business yeah but mine yeah. and my baby I which is a song was a bit it's a banger but it's a bit wild ain't nobody's business but yeah like anyway um that yeah so she's worked with him i, I know that we all know that Fenton, that rihanna miss robin yeah robin fenty is is a hard bitch like she does she doesn't take shit but I definitely can see that she's got a kind and forgiving heart yes. for her to not hold a grudge, work with Chris Brown again, give this man a second chance on her platform to like start afresh and mm-hmm. all of those things. She's definitely not a Scorpio girl. Oh, Cause me. Hello. Cause me. I don't want to see you ever again. You're not Get coming out. on my show, Get bitch. Get out of here. Get out. And yes, it was like, it was a really small moment, obviously. Like Johnny Depp was probably on the screen for all of 25. But I feel like that's been what's trending the most. Yeah, oh, God, exactly. Out of the whole it's thing. The people them talking. Like, people are talking. People are going to watch the show. People are going to look for that moment. They're going to, fast forward, they're going to find it. Yeah. It's going to get her more sales. I swear it I saw him more. hugging up a tree. Oh, yeah, he was there upon what the tree, babe. I feel like the theme was very, like, forest-based. Mm-hmm. It was very set, like, within a forest. So all of the transitions were all to do with that kind of vibe. So it did actually match with the, the whole show. But yeah, so that was the, the Fenty show. Hmm. So Murad Murali. Mm. He's uh, I th- an Asian. <clears throat> Is he South Asian? Yes. I, wanna say, yeah. I think that's the term. Mm-hmm. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, please. Uh, blogger, YouTuber. I think he comments on Love Island Love or something. Island, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm not really that familiar with his work, but I was made aware. James actually told me, oh my God, you know that guy that came to your party? Because he actually attended mm-hmm. one of my charity twerks. Um, and at that time I was giving, oh my God, Murad, I love you. <laughs> I Come didn't know who he was. You're I great. thought Murad was some skincare. <laughs> <laughs> not Murad's skincare, I mean, I know. But I used to be, like, I used to watch all of his videos. When he used to yeah, call, um, you and Savannah. Yeah, when he used to talk about Love Island, I was obsessed. I'd watch them every day. Mm. He had a lot of the same um, thoughts I as that. I did. Excuse me. Not Siri, come, Siri. Not Siri being the third That's guest. Um, yeah, I liked his video. I loved his videos. Mm. But then, obviously, the, it the came out, other videos came out. Where he was... What was it again? Nah. Is that me or your watch? Uh uh-uh. Siri, shut up you your mouth. to go to sleep. He was um, making sex videos with black boys. Am I correct? It was black, white. It was all. It just all of loads them. Of, yeah, loads of different men. But the the issue was, he was calling them. Did he use the n word? Did he say nigger? Was he calling them nigger? I think there is. I don't know if he actually said it in any of the videos. But what would happen? What happened is on like a Tumblr page, there were then like comment sections. So mm. where he would like explain what was going on yeah. in the video, and a lot of them, I don't know like verbatim but a lot of them would say things along the lines of this nigger man wanted me to do this to him blah 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 so it was in it was written a lot he now claims that that wasn't him and that those videos were taken by other people and then those captions were made for those videos i don't know if i believe that just because i don't people are saying that it was actually connected to his tumblr page that he had for those videos so who is then in charge of your tumblr page then so you're not in control of that yeah Mm. and you are Exactly, and a lo- and and he a lot of the friends that he has are black. Yes, a lot of them. I feel like he's definitely got a taste he does. for Dunge River All Purpose Evening, <laughs> and so it doesn't surprise me that 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 is things that have left his mouth or things that he's done. Um, so Ash, uh, he obviously was outed. Um, 
I think he did a little an, apo- an apology yes. thing. Yes, he did. And then it, it kind of just went quiet for a bit and then went on to a podcast, yes. a black man's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what's his name again? HC Podcast. It's HC Chucky, Podcast. Chucky, Chucky yeah. Um, where they gave him a space to uh, discuss what had happened mm-hmm. and whatnot. And then Ashley Louise tweeted, yes. why are we not gatekeeping and giving people like this a platform to which Chucky... Um, was it Chucky? He said, yep. yes, um, I I gave him a platform because his audience are predominantly black women um, mm-hmm. and those they are also my audience as well. So I wanted to provide him like a space where he could, uh, you know, discuss and convey what had happened in this kind of space. Do you feel like that should have happened? No, okay. I don't feel like it should have happened. Um, but I, to be fair, I watched the whole video, but I, I feel like we get to a point now where he was on that, it was probably like a 50 minute video mm. and I don't really feel like I got anything out of it. Yeah. Like, it was just a lot of just meh, 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 just talking for talking sake. Mm. Like he didn't really actually explain properly what was going on. And again, that leads me to believe that you did the things. Yeah, and, exactly. Because the only way you can mm-hmm. explain it is by saying, yes, I yeah. did. Da, da, da. Literally. And if you don't want to say that, then you're Come just on. me, 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 me. Come around. on now. Come on now. I do feel like, though, I, it sounds, it doesn't sound bad, but obviously, like, he wants to work again and he probably will work again. When the new Love Island comes on, he'll yeah. be back on the YouTube. His videos will be out again. Get the hits. He'll get the hits. He'll get his um, pops. I, But I'm not going to also like be like, uh, don't watch his stuff. Don't support him. At the end of the day, people are going to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. I know for me, I won't be watching his videos anymore. Yeah. I just feel like you get to a position where I would never think about kink shaming anyone. But yeah. my issue is when it comes 100%. to things like race play, if you're someone who is actively so, in your normal life, is actively so against racism yeah. and everything else but you were willing at that time to take money to do that no yeah that doesn't make sense to me it just doesn't the math is not mathing like that doesn't make sense to me and I, it, the only sense it can make is that you just wanted to make a shit ton of money which he did yeah because in the video clip as well he kept saying oh it was for the bag it was for the bag and obviously he's been through his issues in his past with sexual abuse by family members yeah. and stuff and obviously that is disgusting mm-hmm. right but i I think there needs to be some accountability for yeah. when you use your trauma sometimes. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's like people will be ready to come out with that to kind of deflect from something else that's happened. Yeah. So it's like, for me, if that was a separate video and he spoke about his trauma because he wanted to, fine. But him using that in his apology video to start with mm. as a reason why he was calling people nigger on video or writing nigger in captions, to me, no. No, 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 no. Hmm, yeah, I well, I never watched any of his videos. Mm-hmm. I don't really know much about him, so I don't really know. I don't have much to say. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> um, but removing like him personally and mm-hmm. just seeing someone do something um, like what he's done, I'm. I don't think. I think everyone deserves. I think everyone deserves to explain themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like his audience would have got that no matter where he went. I don't feel like he needed to go onto um, a black platform. If anything, that was just a move, in my opinion, 
for them to get more. Yeah, that was hits. a Chucky thing. That was a Chucky. That, that was, was something Chucky for Chucky. Yeah. I don't think he did that purpose, like for the black women that yeah, listened yeah. to him, because if M- M- Murad uh, was to have gone onto his YouTube or whatever to post that, it would have mm-hmm. it would have still been reached by his audience. Yeah, yeah? for me that was just a, a, a business move. Yes, um, and again another questionable business move because now you're making money off of someone who is in the media for perpetuating like racist shit Mm -hmm. um, and being a walking contradiction in terms of, I support black rights and I did this and this and equality that. But but if you pay me enough, then I will call you a nigga and spit on your back and and get you to suck my toe whilst whipping you. Mm -hmm. Come on. So do I feel like he needed that platform? No, he could have done that anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Um, I do feel like we should gatekeep more because Chucky took a a chance and a, a risk really not even a chance he took mm-hmm. the risk of having someone that has done something like this whether they're sorry for it or not go onto his platform yet there are people out there that are striving to get hits yeah and get promo and stuff like that that haven't perpetuated Islamophobia racism mm-hmm. homophobia that won't be given that opportunity because of they don't have enough clout or Mm -hmm. they don't X, Y, and Z or whatever the reason may be. So I feel like taking risks on people like him or on situations, let's say, like that, as opposed to just taking risks and chances with more deserving people that don't necessarily have a a shitload of like wayward shit that they're going Mm -hmm. through. I feel like that we should see more of that in the especially in the industry, especially Definitely. in the UK, which is why we hear so many times UK's bad vibes, UK's bad vibes, and it is because people are more likely to work with someone who literally has disrespected their own okay. race yeah. because of the amount of followers they've mm-hmm. got, rather than someone who is just got good content or they've got great talents yeah. and hasn't done anything wrong they're like ah oh, nah it's not for us mm-hmm. it's not it's not going to work that for me is 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 where the bad vibes come from no, it's definitely. all just about them and yeah that don't, that doesn't sit well with me but yeah that's that quickly going back though about rihanna yes obviously rihanna released that new song i want to know what you guys think i haven't even heard it yet i've heard like the little second the three four second click on instagram mm-hmm. i've yet to go and listen to the full track it's been out a few days or weeks yeah, i don't know i've not there was once a time when if rihanna dropped something i'm rushing to listen to Same. it start to finish and i've asked a few of my friends n- not a lot of them have some of them have mm-hmm. the ones were let down it was a cute lullaby wherever i've not listened to it once and i feel like now it's got to the point where people are just more likely to run out like i said before to a uh, boots or to a harvey nichols to Definitely. buy a new shade of eyeshadow mm-hmm. um than listen to a song. Yeah. Which and I is, feel like Rihanna knows that too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not a bad thing. No, or go and buy, buy a new know lace. A new lace yeah. something from the Fenty fashion show. Exactly. But yeah, the song, I'm not even that excited, like, I'm not even that excited now from new music. No. Like, I've actually been banging out her old stuff and I'm okay with that. This is my thing though. She's, she's doing Super Bowl obviously next year. Mm. Right? And I'm sure they have about, it's 12 minutes normally. I'm... 12? I think it's more. No, I think it's 12. Um, I mean, Beyonce said it was a good 20, um, 20 minutes. <laughs> she got some extra. She said, I need some more time, please. They need to hear these hits. Uh, but I need Rihanna <laughs> to just do old stuff. 
I need yeah. her to do her old stuff. She's got and so much in that catalogue that I don't need new music for Super Bowl. Yeah. Sorry. And she don't need to be singing no lullaby there either. No, you don't. Sorry. I need you sorry, to be babes. rocking down. Yeah. Get down, yeah? Get down with the get down, please. Oof. Please, Rihanna. Please. Um, because this is this is getting on, I want to discuss like yes. a couple more things. What 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 else have you got in your in your Mars Measures bag? Um, oh, this is musical theatre news. Okay, I thought he was gonna say that. Yeah, this is to do with Wicked, right? Wicked so, is a musical yes. in Broadway and in the West End. Mm-hmm, that has been running for a good amount of time. It's one of the most popular musicals, yeah, definitely in West End. I've seen it and I actually really like it. And I'm even though I'm in musical theatre, I'm not really like oh, let's go, let's go watch a musical, let's mm-hmm. go watch a musical. But I actually really do love that show. Yeah, I so think it's beautiful, so beautiful, amazing. Show. Right? Yeah. So they've announced a new cast, and we have Alexia Kadim and Lucy St. Louis. They will be playing the title roles for Elphaba and Galinda. Come the on. Leads. Two black women playing leads in one of the top musicals in the West End. Boom. Um, I know we shouldn't applaud Fish for, for swimming, swimming, but this is a moment. This is a 100%. moment. 100%. And honestly, I feel like as as we've moved forward obviously and I feel like this is an opportunity where we actually need to sit in this for a second and just be like yo claps yeah. like well freaking done because my thing has always been especially for a show like Wicked yeah for one thing Miss Elphaba is in green paint for yeah. the whole blood clot show yeah anyone should be able to be behind that paint yeah. and I will say Alexia Kadim, she actually um, was the first black person to play Elphaba back in twenty. 20- 2010 I think it was I saw that so yeah yeah I saw so that she, by she... the end of act one though the cheeks was a little bit <laughs> the cheeks were what what were they giving the cheeks was giving dark skin and I said wow it's not that green anymore is you that blush or what yeah that little sweat hopefully they've bought better paint hopefully they have but <laughs> this is such a big thing for our industry especially in terms of diversity yeah um, I am so happy for the both of them I think it's going to be incredible they are so freaking talented yeah like this is like they deserve it we, we, we'll, go, so, we'll go and watch that oh my god we, let's go and watch that we are gonna go the audiences are gonna change Woo! the audiences are gonna yeah. change it's gonna be, be a lot more hollering because I remember when I saw mm-hmm. um, her do it back in 2010 I think mm-hmm. you said it wow that was so long ago oh, crazy. she was adding a couple of cute little yes. riffs and runs yes. in there and I remember she'd be like whoa and Making people be like Shh. and I was like no man <laughs> let me <laughs> let me rejoice in this moment and now not the, the Elphaba and the Glinda, and the Glinda being babe. being black women yeah. Um, it's, 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 you say we've forward, but I've heard even some black people in the mm-hmm. industry go, oh, yeah, Wicked. I feel like they're just doing the most with their casting. Like, now it just looks like a, like a black show and it's not a black show. Bitch, Wicked has got talking fucking Literally. goats in it. and which is flying it's based in the wizard of oz it doesn't matter what color you are and at one point this show was all white Mm -hmm. and you didn't have anything to say about it then so why now that it's full black would anyone especially a person of color say oh i think they're doing too much why did you not say they're doing too much when it was an all white cast this is giving back in the day (laughs) when people used to work in the office and they wanted to be the only black yeah it's giving that at the end of the day more of the blood clot merrier let's go Let's keep pushing. Let's keep going. I feel like that's the only way that we're actually going to get, quote unquote, change. Yeah. yeah? We, we need to stop focusing on how many. Yeah. The more the merrier, please. Let's stop putting limitations on ourselves yeah. and the industry. Mm-hmm. Come on now. There's so many opportunities out there for people to be able to excel and to be able to work and to be able to be cast because they're talented, not just because they're black. Yeah. Because I do feel like 
at some points that might have happened where they yeah. just where they just been like oh we just need a black, a black person so yeah. we'll just put anyone in there no they still had to go through the whole audition process they deserve the role it just they so are happens. just as good at that role yeah it just so happens that now they are black or they yeah. are a person of color they just happen to out sing and outperform right. their fellow lighter whiter slate audition auditionees in the in, in that audition room honey it just just the throat was throating that little Come bit on. more and I'm that's so here for it. That's fine. I don't think any casting director should go, wow, she outsang her and like did, you know, way better in the audition, but we can't have it. It can't be an all black cast because why not? Exactly. Why, why not? Like James even said, the hose painted green anyway, Mm Gua. What's, what's the problem? The fact that that, you're thinking like that is, is mad, Mm -hmm. is mad. Like you would never have thought, Oh, we can't have an all white cast, so like we've, no. no, that wouldn't have been the it's thought. So that thing. thought process, and anyone that says, "Oh, it's getting too black," I'm gonna really need you to ask yourself if you like black people, yeah. and even if you're a black person, because get you would code. never get say that to code. an all white cast unless it was Lion King. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for reals. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's super dope. And let's, let's, is it, they've got Sunday shows as well, so we can go on oh Sunday. Oh my God, yeah, go, yeah, we're going to make that happen. Yes, I, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the last thing I wanted to close out with, because it's, well, yeah, it's, yeah, it's coming to, coming to a time, time. is, um, the Shade Borough. Um, they posted, um, they posted a, uh, post, <laughs> jokes, <laughs> um, where a dear friend of mine, Kalechi Okafor, mm-hmm. um, was, being mentioned by some, what did you say her name was? I think Lin- her name's Lynn May. Lynn May, I don't know, some mixed race thing, who is a, a talker, a blogger, I don't know. Uh, but she basically just uh, said, oh, I've just caught up with the fact that I found out that Kalechi has a mixed race baby, even though she's got all of this vim for racism and being pro-black, hmm, interesting anyway. Let me move, mind my business. I don't know what she said. Um, but something along those lines. And then that was posted alongside pictures of Kalechi, Kalechi with a mixed race baby. I'd want to know what the point of that was. What was the other, reason? What was the reason? Other than just inciting more aggression towards Kalechi, who already gets it because she speaks truthfully mm-hmm. about things. Mm-hmm. The only thing that posting that did was, yeah, incite more violence against a black woman that is doing nothing but helping black people um, and giving this girl a platform. I don't know what she was trying to do in saying that. To me, it read that, you know, oh, it was was an attempt to undermine and invalidate all of the work that Kalechi Mm -hmm. has and is and will do for people like her, people like me and black people in general, um, and in an attempt to get clout. And the fact that the Shade Borough posted that was very very fucking yucky to me it was in it in in itself was anti anti-black it was inciting violence towards a black woman that like i said is doing nothing but trying to help the community and it egged on more nonsense people with poor educations cool. to jump into the conversations like yeah you can't be pro-black and then have you know um then I saw some comments, not very nice, about a mixed race kid, like just slang words. Mm-hmm. Um, it just encourages them to talk shit. And I get that you need to post news, but I don't know why that why that is news. Again, it's giving clickbait. It's, exactly. it's, 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 it's tiresome. And it's as Richie Brave, I saw him in the com- comments saying it was distasteful. Um, 
I didn't understand that. I went to look at it today mm -hmm. uh, before we recorded so I could discuss it further and get full details. And they removed it. And I think that was a wise fucking decision yes. because it should never have been posted. Um, yeah, I think that's just due to the amount of people that commented on yep. it and said, this Negative, is wrong. Yeah. Like, what mm -hmm. the... Like, what are you actually trying to do here, Shade Borough? Like, what what are you guys' values? Yes. Because right now is giving anti-black, is giving it's racist, really let's is. tear down a black woman uh -huh. for, for what reason? Yeah. Because a mixed-race girl said, oh, she... You, you, you can't be pro-black and have a mixed-race baby. One thing I want to let everyone know is that being pro-black does not make you anti-white mm -hmm. at all. At all. And if you're pro-black and anti-white, you are part of the fucking problem. Yes. You are definitely a part of the problem because that is where colorism comes into play. Um, not only that, being anti-white is, is, is just as bad as being racist. So the, the people that you're claiming to hate and speak out against, you're perpetuating exactly the same behaviour as they do towards Isn't you. It? Should Kalechi be it running around, mashing up every white person that she walks she Exactly. Across? That is not... No. Being pro-black essentially is being pro-equality. All anyone pro-black or anyone and who is actively anti-racist that calls out white people on their bullshit... All that is doing is just asking for equality. Mm -hmm. no, no one is ever, well, no one that I endorse is ever asking for black people or any of, any kind of human being to be superior or above mm -hmm. anyone else. That's not the fight. That's white supremacy, hun. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's white supremacy. That's how that shit runs. She's asking for equality. So you can cuss out white people for their wayward shit, their backwards thinking and all of the above and still have the capacity to fall in love and marry a white person exactly. have kids with a white person have white friends because you're not because you're because you're not trying to be a, a, a supremacist of some kind you're after equality mm -hmm. so the two don't go together like at all so you people saying that and running with that rhetoric of oh well that can't mean anything because she's got a, a, a white man you're dumb damn you're fucking dumb. And yeah, I was just disappointed to see that. Mm -hmm. That's what the shade. And Lynn, up. you're lucky. Kalechi's on a little break. Yeah. Yeah. She's good. Come for your clout. <coughs> I hope she's well, resting. I hope she's she's, <clears throat> she's doing. Her I think she came off of Instagram just after because when I yeah. saw it, I heard from a friend that it was up there, so mm -hmm. I gave her a call to check in. Mm -hmm. She hadn't seen it yet, but like a, other a few other people have messaged her to let her know, and mm -hmm. she's she's used to this shit, and it really makes me sad that she has to go through this, but. Mm -hmm. When will when will people learn? I don't think they will. And people like the Shade Bar posting stuff like that is not helping us as a collective. No. So yeah, but that's it for the, the 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 celeb shit of Miles Measures. Let's get into the part where James gets to. We are now. We will. We will be measuring yeah. Miles. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do 
not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Shit, right? So... I did a little piece of research and I saw that your last episode, mm-hmm. so obviously this one's coming out on the 12th, the yeah. last one was the 23rd of June, 2021, right? And it was with Arturo Miyaki Muglia, who mm. we love, right? Celebrity guest, bits. Like, that was such an incredible interview to mm. get that guy on as well that he just um, won Legendary Season 2. So that was incredible. Did Obviously, at the time, did you know that that would be your last episode for however long it's been? Or were you no. mentally kind of no. ready to be like okay let's move on to to next week's so you were I didn't realize all. no mm-hmm. that that was going to be the last one I thought the following week I would just record like I would like I had been doing mm-hmm. and this is the thing that we need to realize as well like Miles's grandma had already been she was in hospital already at this time so Miles was still continuing doing episodes whenever he could up until that time the week after is obviously when me found out that your grandma had passed. Mm-hmm. And then obviously we've been in this process since then, up until here, yeah, here today, yeah? So first, I just want to... Ooh, this is well. Um, it's so, heavy. Yeah, it is. So your grandma, a woman that I was blessed and lucky enough to meet, mm-hmm. I think I met her, it was June. I came to yeah. Bristol, yeah, to visit Miles because Miles basically had been oh gosh up and down up and down he'd been coming back to London to do shows and then going back to Bristol to try and just see his grandma as much as he could to catch up with family to just keep himself going and I know that Mm. that was very hard for you right having to do the traveling the up and down constantly especially the coming to come back to London really at that time yeah it 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 was but Again, like I said, in, in with mm-hmm. me doing this podcast now, and I do work and get things done mm-hmm. under like pressure mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And even when I like first moved to London, I was having to work before, not well, yeah, before going mm-hmm. to school as an au pair. I'd go to Brit school, finish, sometimes go to work at McDonald's, do it on the weekend. So I was used to always being packed to like my schedule being packed to survive and 
it wasn't I didn't really clock how difficult it was I just did it, just did it. and that same kind of mentality I jumped into when going back and forth from London to work at SoulCycle um, do whatever I can't remember what else I was doing at the time and then go back to look after Nancy Nan and family and then go back it was I would just jump on the coach at the beginning it was train but then that got too expensive girl because yes. it and it became a long like it wasn't going to be a couple of weeks it was mm -hmm. it was that's how life was going to be so I was like okay it needs to be a coach thing because it was a lot more affordable um so I was getting coached twice a week to and from London and I, I, I didn't I didn't I didn't realize that it was so hard I just did it because I I wanted to and it was almost my duty my duty as yep. well as a grandson yeah. uh to, to to be there for her in the last part of her life um so I, w I wouldn't even thinking about it it was it's only now I yeah. would go wow that in was a lot but yeah. in the time it was just you were there for your bestie because oh, yeah this brother man I've and heard. recording as well, like in her bedroom. Yeah. I had to record the podcast uh -huh. from like her bedroom and stuff. And at that time, that's what I was doing. I was working with Dancers Network, yes. uh, producing their Where Are We Now podcast, uh -huh. which was the year um, after the George Flo the murder of George Floyd. So I was doing Soul Cycle. I was producing the podcast for Dancers Network, which was also incredible. And if you haven't checked that out, check that out. I spoke yes. to some amazing people from people like... Um, uh, oh my goodness, what's his name? Um, I was going to say Jamal Edwards, not Jamal Edwards. Jaquel Knight, Beyonce's choreographer. Aston um, Marigold. Aston Marigold, uh, singer uh, and dancer from JLS. Um, so many amazing act actors, actresses, dancers, choreographers, like some incredible people that worked with like Missy Elliott, like Janet, like it was incredible. Um, but yeah, it was deep conversation again yeah. around really um, uh, hard, heavy uh, subjects around race um, and the black experience both here and in America but yeah I was doing that as well as working in Soul Cycle um, and then looking after my nan and again it was a great distraction yeah because um, I could when I get free time is when I struggle the most um, so I, it gave me something to put my shit into and keep me going but mm -hmm. yeah it, w it was a lot yeah because this then leads into obviously then your grandma passed yeah and then you have how was it trying to navigate getting back into that normality because obviously you said before that life was so fast-paced when you were going to visit her mm. when she was here with us when she passed I, how how was it then being able to jump straight back into into that workforce did you feel like you needed to take a longer break or do you feel like what the break that you took was enough or i it was it's, it's a bit of a blur if I'm being mm -hmm. honest I kind of went back into what I could um I didn't go straight back into the podcast because I I couldn't I couldn't talk about things I didn't have the like all my emotions were depleted yeah um I didn't have the energy to research what other people were doing and I just didn't have any kind of desire or motivation to to give to give myself like that yeah um because I feel like a lot of myself had gone when my nan left. Um, and so I would, I just did what I needed to do, I guess, to survive, like just my basic work. Um, and then, I don't know, I just, I kind of, that was the beginning of, uh, I think, a, a, a long, deep depression. Yes. Um, 
which I made look cute on Instagram and I just started to tra- tra- like I like traveling but I started to just travel and just look for look for easy good times mm-hmm. be it out clubbing um dating traveling buying clothes yeah I just yeah easy things things that didn't require my my soul because I felt like my soul was broken at that point yeah because I remember vividly um after your grandma passing like me saying to you oh so are you gonna stay in bristol like how long are you gonna be in bristol for i remember the first thing you saying to me and it was on a voice um a voice note mm-hmm. and you were like no i'm coming back to london i'm coming back to london and i was like oh oh really and you were like yeah this is where my people this is where my people are this is where my tribe is at the time you were like yeah. this is where my friends this is where i'm gonna get the love and get what i need mm. out of it and in my head initially i sat back and i was like oh, is he sure that's the right thing like is that is he sure that that are you sure that that's what you want to do? And now when I think about it, I do feel like, as you said, you, you, you went around, you were, you were out and about, you were busy, but I also feel like you did need some of that at the time. Mm. You need, sometimes you do need a bit of escapism. Yeah. And you still need to find the love because one thing about your grandma, even when we went to visit her when she was ill, she made sure she said, when you go out, you need to get your nice little cocktail. Yeah. She was always about vibes, yeah. enjoyment and nice things. Yeah. Right? That, 100%. You, that you've honed onto and that, that is who you are and it's who you will always be. And I feel like it's so nice now looking at like 2022 and still being able to see that you can still provide so much happiness and you've grown so much as a person even though you went through the hardest moment of your life so far mm-hmm. like losing someone that is your backbone yeah losing someone that is the person who you love to pieces who loved you back yeah that's, oh my gosh that's, that's the wow. main part wow 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 yeah i i still think about her every single mm-hmm. day um and yeah she was my backbone she was my best friend she mm-hmm. was my nan she was my mother um, drinking partner, you know, I'd be at parties uh, with my friends and it would be New Year's or something and everyone's FaceTiming their brethren or their partners. Mm-hmm. I'm FaceTiming my nan. Hello. <laughs> like, they are yeah. on the phone like, hey. Um, and so to have that that one true love source, obviously I've got other family members that mm-hmm. love me, but the way that she was my mother, she was everything. The yeah. way she, that love, that bond that we had was, it was like, there's one, there's one, yeah, I love a metaphor, but there's one artery or one vein. It's, yeah, an artery in mm-hmm. your body that, like, is the main one. And you cut that and you're dead. You've gone out here, yeah. That was her. Wow. All of the other veins still help your body work and they still keep you alive, 100%. And obviously, it's not a good thing to slice them veins mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's certain veins in your body which you can slice. You're going to still have to go to hospital. Mm-hmm but you'll make it to the hospital. Whereas my nan was the artery that once you slice that, you're dead by the time you get to the hospital. Mm -hmm. So um, losing that was a toll, um, a big toll. And yeah, I did, I did need escapism. And I, yeah, I struggled to, to have the desire to even pick up where I left off because I I just didn't think I could. Yeah, because that even bleeds into social media. Yeah. remember there was a whole thing with on Instagram and you not wanting to post for a long time and you being yeah. afraid to kind of put yourself back out there. Yeah. Why do you feel like you, now looking back, why do you feel <clears throat> like you had that feeling inside? Why did you not want to post? Why did you? I felt guilty. Mm-hmm. Obviously, having l- lost my nan, I felt like if I was to have posted something, 
sad it would be like I'm asking for attention or sympathy mm -hmm. then if I posted something happy it was like I felt like I was dishonoring her and moving on too fast or it would have felt inconsiderate or disrespectful yeah. um and then I just got also anxiety to post in general because I felt like because like a certain amount of time had passed that I'd not done something like get the belt or mm -hmm. done a show or been doing an event or d doing any of my work that it was like why am I posting this isn't good enough this isn't yeah. this isn't work this is what is this um so I think it stemmed from from just a lot of anxiety of yeah pressures to either comment on things return to certain things and then yeah in fear of like being too happy after my nan had gone and that's why it's so crazy because I feel like we get in these situations and obviously they always say like death is something that we know is inevitable like it's going to happen mm -hmm. but the way you deal with it the way anyone does you just never know what's right it's hard to know in these situations yeah. what's the right thing to do some people they'll literally forget about life and they'll run away and they'll 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 be bad themselves or they'll they'll go out party and they'll, they'll do everything essentially do... that's what i did yeah. i feel i i clung on to one of the most toxic relationships i've ever had mm -hmm. in my life um with a, a guy that uh lied lied a lot led me on a lot was there for me during that time. I can't take that away from him. He was there at the funeral. There yeah. at the fucking funeral. Yeah. The first time he'd met... I'd never... I've not... Since my ex-girlfriend, Lara, I've not taken anyone back home mm -hmm. because they've not been... I've, I've been... Technically, I've been single this time. Yeah, I might have been exclusive with a couple yeah. of niggas, but I've never... Been in a relationship. Been in a relationship. Yeah. No one's... Mm -hmm. I've never felt safe and secure enough yeah. uh, for, for that. And yeah, but I had... I, he, at the time, was someone that was there mm -hmm. when he was there like yeah. you said yeah. but when he wasn't there he really wasn't there um but that was all I that was at the time all I felt like I had and I was in such a vulnerable place and I clung on to that and then um yeah shortly after obviously my nan passed I then learned that he'd been yeah. cheating again and that then left as well and I did actually feel really strongly for this guy it was an on and off thing for like three years um, I think I spoke about it once before on here, but like he, when we first met, like he'd lied about <laughs> his name, name. the he'd name, lied about his the relationship name, status, and me being stupid and probably in a bad, bad place. Then I, I continued, on and off continued, but feelings did grow. And yeah, uh, by the by the time he'd come into my life again, because he was in and out, in mm -hmm. and out all the time. It'd be like six months on, won't hear from him for eight months, randomly pop up again back to normal well normal back to what it was and it was always always ending in tears he'd even turn up at events people yeah that was <laughs> that was a moment crazy and that was yeah that yeah um but yeah that took another toll on me because yeah. he had told me he loved me and i at the time thought that i loved him mm -hmm. i really did believe that i did but since learning about love losing yes. a real love reading about it and doing soul searching I realised that wasn't it but when at the time after losing my nan and then he's saying yeah so I've been going with my ex I found out whilst I was on holiday in Jamaica mm. uh, we were technically exclusive then and literally on my lap penultimate day before flying out to Atlanta he told me I've actually been with my ex and yeah I'm going to go back to them I cancelled my flight to Atlanta came mm -hmm. on the next I got in a taxi it was like a movie got on the next trip, uh, taxi back to the airport next, next flight spent God knows how much to come back and try and resolve it. And 
Oof, not me doing brandy beg- begging and pleading really for this begging, trash man begging. to stay crying. Oof. And then when he upped and left, I that was the, the, the real start of me feeling not worthy yeah. and just not good enough. And I think that played a huge role in me not picking up the mic again, mm-hmm. me not starting my events again and doing many of the things I wanted to do. And it that kind of bad. Yeah, links us into the whole trigger warning, like suicidal thoughts and feelings. Do you want to talk a bit about that? Yes. So I had been on a mad one when I lost my nan and then the thing happened with this guy. I was out all the time, drinking, drinking, spending, spending, doing a madness and ended up, uh, finally ended up back at work, which gave me some stability. Like back in the show, the shows opened up, but I was still very much on just like, just keep on going, just keep Mm -hmm. on going. uh, Despite these feelings that I'd had um, of being not enough, not being worthy. And I drank them away. I parted them away. And then when work came, instead of working through them, even though I was in therapy, I would just concentrate on work, concentrate on work. And then, kept on saying, oh, I'm going to get back into the podcast. That never happened. It's like you said, it's been a mm-hmm. year. I do, it, was, it was just all talk. And I'd keep myself busy with like immediate work, like going to the going to the theatre, yep. gigs I'd pick up, of whether it be personal training or like random jobs in the day. It wasn't, it wasn't anything that required soul, like I said, because I don't feel like I, I had it. I could give my soul on stage, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but I didn't have to necessarily work for that. It was already there, ready for me to do. But anything yep. else that I had to do by myself... I didn't feel like I had the strength or the desire to to pick it back up by mm-hmm. myself. Um, so I kept busy, kept busy. And then I think in June, I think it was, it just got too much. And um, I remember calling off work sick because of my voice. And it was a little bit to do with my voice, but I was just, I just, I couldn't stand being in the building anymore. I just couldn't st- Mm-hmm. I just wasn't happy anywhere. I wasn't happy anywhere. I was getting no joy from absolutely anything. It got to the point where I was like buying designer shit. I'd get it and I'd just be like, meh, like nothing is making me feel good. Like I just hadn't been feeling joy for ages. And then work got a bit sticky with like <coughs> certain relationships. And I just wasn't feeling fulfilled in any kind of sense. Uh, I've spoken about my parents on here before our relationship isn't that fulfilling at all um obviously i didn't have i don't have a partner i'd lost my nan a lot of my friends are always busy um i would be busy and there was just nothing in my life providing me with like joy and it got to the point where i just i remember thinking i this this could just all end if Mm -hmm. i was just dead uh and i've never been the kind of person to think about suicide because i love my life like my life is is great like I you know on paper I'm doing what I want to do and the dream and blah 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 and I can travel all these things but that I just had no real joy I had no real joy there I had no love no feeling like I didn't I I felt like I was just waiting I was just here Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I was here with a purpose anymore yeah I was just turning up to turn up and go home and I do I didn't want to be here anymore and I when I really realized that, that was in my therapy session, I called work, I let them know. And um, luckily I didn't attempt suicide, I wanna let that be known, I didn't. It was just the the thought, but that thought scared the fuck out of me because I've never been that kind of person Mm -hmm. at all. 
Um, so that was that was terrifying and, a, and not a very nice feeling to have because life is a gift and life is precious. Yeah. And to think that, you know, that day, a way that I could f- rid myself of feeling so empty was to just die it's was... It, it 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 broke me down because it was a realization of how how unhappy I was in that time. Jesus. Oy, 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 oy. Wow. Yeah. You said we were gonna um, go there, but it's yeah. I feel like it's good to to get these things out, and it's so good now that you're in such a better place as we sit here today recording this podcast. And I also wanna make sure that we speak about the fact that you've been able to like rekindle some lovely relationships with some of your family members. Yeah. 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 Your your older sister. Yeah. And she was really there for me in that time. So when I called off, I ended up being signed off by my doctor and by my therapist, um, from all work, everything, uh, for about two and a bit months whilst I, you know, got over these suicidal thoughts and reconnected with myself and just being present and, finding ways to find happiness again and I ended up yeah spending a lot of time in Birmingham with my sister her husband and my my beautiful nephews gorgeous Um, family me and my sister hadn't spoken really for years it was only uh, when the pandemic started and the first lockdown started that she reached out to me she had to call me off of private because I had every motherfucker in my family blocked (laughs) Um, but she made the effort to reach out and check on me and she had done for a while mm-hmm. and I had my reservations because the only times that I felt people would want to speak to me is when they weren't on good terms with my f- parents and then when mm-hmm. they would be on good terms with my parents they, they'd just ghost again and I wasn't about to do that because I I was vulnerable as it was I'm I come across like ready to go but I'm actually a sensitive bitch he's like, a terry boy <laughs> he's a terry boy <laughs> uh, but after about a year and a bit of her trying I let I let my guard down more and obviously my nan got sick. Our nan got sick and one of her dying wishes was mm-hmm. make up with your sister. Yes. Don't worry about your parents. It's your sister. She's going to be here for longer. Mm. That's that's your blood. Like, make it up. And and we did and we've still got a, a, a way to go but the love that is there, like we, I spent so much time with her in that time that I was off and was able to be an uncle. Mm which I hadn't been able to be for the yeah. last like 30 years of my life to, to my dear nephew Bakari and now I've got three. Um, yeah, things are getting better with my brother as well, my brother and my sister, but mainly my sister because we hadn't spoken at all and there have been some good things that have come from me being in that bad that bad place and allowing uh, people that want, that want me to be well yeah for good genuine reasons and want me to succeed allowing those people to be around me and to to sit in that really has helped and enriched my life as well definitely because it's so funny because i remember when we'd go on our, our lovely little walks our lockdown pandemic walks yeah and i remember at that time we might i think we were in central and i think your sister had called you and i remember you turning around and be like it's my sister <laughs> and being like, I don't know what to do. Should I answer it? Should I not? Should I not? And I was like, Mars, answer. Clark, yeah. Phone. And it's just those. It's those little things that sometimes you just need to keep you going to push you on to now creating a bond that you have with your sister. That is just so beautiful to see. Honestly, yeah, I def- and yeah, you need like people. I know the issue is, and I will always be one person to say that this like 
blood and family and everything like that. I feel like you can find your family in any one. A hundred percent. In any one. I find it right? in you, Savannah, Literally. like the gang, Robin, Madison. I find it in people. Like the family is there. But especially when you're going through like the heartache of losing a family member that is so close to you, when yeah. you can have those other fat that the blood around mm. you and just people in your life around you that understand especially what you're going through because they've also lost a person like that it just yeah. fuels you and feeds you so much not even so much more but it just in a different way yeah you know what i mean and i feel like that's what is so positive and i i just love that within your grandma passing you've just been able to mm. i don't know just find so much more love for other people it's because that's what she was been around that's what she that's what my nan really was love and you know some of her children no disrespect to some of my uncles Mm -hmm. yeah but some of the madness let's just know (laughs) if if i was to ever be asked in bristol back in the day if i was a uday i might have to say no because they knew they knew my uncles rough and the streets knew my uncles Mm -hmm. it was a bit mad and some of the stuff that they would do and it would impact my nan a lot like a lot like be it financially or just big inconveniences or just pure anger and rage she loved them through it all Mm -hmm. and um i think that in her passing that is my sister and i's relationship is a real testimony to my nan and a part of her legacy that (laughs) without being cringe but like love always wins because that's what it's done. And that's one of the lessons that she's taught me. Mm, mm-hmm. um, and it's one of the lessons that I've learned and that my sister's learned as well. Yes. And in us both understanding true love, we've been able to connect. Because yes. there's some relationships in my family which don't understand true love and that they are not connecting. And, and won't they until to, yeah. they learn the lessons that, mm-hmm. that Barbara Uday yes. taught yes. and lived by. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's some special... I'm really glad to have mended some of those relationships and continue to work on them as well. Yes. Let me say, well, one more thing. So moving on from here now, obviously like you're in a position where you're, you're backup book woman, you're working, yeah. working, working. Where do you see yourself in like, in terms of, do you believe in this whole like new year, new me situation or are you <coughs> um, the whole vibe of just working day to day? I used to believe in new year, new me. And mm-hmm. I do think it is a very, a, a, a good time because it is a new year uh, to set new goals mm-hmm. and new things I'm definitely not going to be a new me yeah. I'm going to hopefully have developed and grown from who I was uh, the last year mm-hmm. so to a certain respect yes this is a new me mm-hmm. but I'm still Miles Hart I'm yeah. still going to my core values and all of them things there they're still going to remain I'm still going to be you know, the same person, but just hopefully better. Yes. Uh, uh, definitely way more cemented in the man that I am and the things that I want and the things that I will accept and the things that mm-hmm. I will not accept. Um, and I feel like that that new me just comes with a new sense of love for me, hopefully. Yeah. Um, with that new sense of love for me, there's, like I said, there's certain things I won't stand for, certain things I won't do, certain things I will try and do more. Um, and that's what I mean by new year, new me. It's mm-hmm. just got a new sense of love, so... Yeah, I want to continue doing Get the Belt. There's other projects I'm working on currently, uh, yes. which is more to do with me. Like I said, I've always wanted Get the Belt to have a co-host. And I'm going to continue doing it by myself for now until I find the right person. James, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I'm gonna still gonna put this out there because I feel like the people deserve it. But I definitely want to work on another show where it is just me. Yes. More focused about just my shit and things that I genuinely want to talk about. There's obviously I genuinely want to talk about the things I talk about on here, but it's not necessarily about me. Yeah. And the the show that I'm gonna create next time it will be a visual show. Um, uh, hopefully that can come at some that will come out at some point in 2023. Um, Exciting. But yeah, that. Um, I definitely do want to take a break eventually from the West End just so I can have time to cultivate mm-hmm. uh, more relationships, um, uh, have some evenings free, work Ooh. on other my other projects, and just see what else is out there in the, in the world. I love the Book of Mormon. It's been a part of my life now for the past six years. It's given me stability. It's it given me us great... Together, baby. It Come brought on. us together, baby. It brought us together. I'm so grateful. Wow. It up my, my, my bank account. Yes. Um, it's really been a, a crucial part of my life, and the stability for me was the main thing, but mm-hmm. I'm definitely ready to explore other things. Uh, I want to do more screen yeah. uh, acting. I want to take my presenting to the next level and being on stage every night Fridays twice a day mm-hmm. and Saturdays it leaves me with so, not a lot of time mm-hmm. so um, the aim is to be in a position where by the end of this contract I can uh, do up Mariah Carey and spread your wings Literally. and fly Butterfly. The woman who can just yeah. come at Christmas time, get all and her coins snatch for all the, the year, and snatch the coins, all the coin, and then disappear, and then do whatever she needs to do. Ah, love that for her. <laughs> Must be nice, <laughs> right? But yeah, I am. I'm back now. I'm yes. back. Yes. Uh, it's still gonna be hard. Don't get it twisted. Like it's still gonna be difficult. Mm-hmm. But I'm. I owe it to myself. Like I said, I've missed it. Uh, I've missed. I've, I've. I've missed it. I've missed speaking uh, to you guys. I've missed just being able to talk and get things off my chest. Um, and I've, yeah, I've missed this part of me where, where I'm able to be in certain spaces, um, and hold, and hold my ground because I'm Mars mm. host of Get The Butt Podcast yes, and I've, mi- I've, I've missed that. Um, but I'm back now and hopefully it's only bigger and better things. It, it will be. be. Baby. It will be. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that is the end of measuring my <laughs> So for the first time in over a year, it's time for the part of the show. The show is called Get the Belt and it has remained Get the Belt because during my year off of these off, off of these airwaves and being in a year eardrum, I've seen that the bullshit has not stopped. <laughs> I stopped the podcast. But the bullshit and the shenanigans have not stopped. They've been rife. The government here in the UK. Shit that has been happening in the media with celebrities. The things that have been happening in my personal life. The things that I've witnessed. Like, there's just been so much nonsense that I feel has been left unchecked by me. And all the special guests that come on here to cuss out, you know, wayward fucking behavior. And... I'm back to to, yes. to get I'm back to get all you people together, these corporations together, these these niggas together, these side niggas together, these bitches together, these pussies, these these all of you people that piss me off and deserve a beating. You're no longer safe. <laughs> You're no longer safe. Sorry, it's the while, it's the way Mars was just saying all that. The hands open and clapped together. You know that's a sign of <laughs> We're ready to go, yeah? Somebody is getting a lit in that. Ah, so it's time for Get the Belt. 
I'm going to let you go first because I've actually, like, I was unsure whether to do this one mm-hmm. or not. So okay. I want to see who your belt goes to and then I'll feel like, okay, right, I feel like it's, it's, it's needed. Cool. Let me clear my throat for <clears> this <throat> one, yeah? I've got a little statement to read out first so you're all going to know Stop. what the hell I'm talking about anyway. Right. Rishi Sunak oh. has revealed plans to radically gut trans protection laws detailed in the Equality Act of 2010. Now, this Equality Act legally protects transgender individuals from discrimination in the workplace and allows them to freely access emergency and living services they may otherwise have been rejected from before the act was put in place, e.g. women's shelters, same-sex bathrooms. Now, the reason why Rishi is getting my blood clot belt is because before... He was given prime minister status. My man had said it is important Hmm. to have compassion and respect for people's Hmm. views and prejudice against trans people is wrong. So now why, when you are now head, you are now prime, prime minister. Now you want to go back on your word. Now you're anti everything. Now you don't want trans people to have any rights. It's disgusting. It's out of order. It's despicable. And a blood clot hate you. You need to fix up. Yeah, there's a whole living crisis. There's so much shit Mm. going on right now in the UK. And you really want to have chat for trans people that are just trying to live and exist in in this crazy, crazy, crazy foul world. And you really want to have, you really want to talk about their rights. Really. And you've only been in power for two weeks. You're fucking mad. I'm sorry, you're mad. Fix up. Yeah? Mm. It's actually wild. Like, trans people are so unprotected as it is. Now we've got this living crisis. Most of us, not even just uh, trans people exclusively, can just about pay our bills. Mm. And now now you're telling me not only are trans people potentially going to struggle to pay their bills... Now they're not even going to be able to piss in peace. Mad. Can't just go toilet. They can't just go toilet. Jeez, man. Whoa, nah. The li- not just this cost of living, but just this, the, just the experience of living is getting worse. Mm-hmm. And and the government at this point, the government here in the UK is a joke. I'm not going to lie. I've like not been actively looking at it as much because of not being doing, not doing the podcast, Mm -hmm. but also it's been just shit after shit after shit and stepping back into doing the podcast and having to now now start keeping up. I'm worried that I'm just going to be vexed every day for real. Cause even the things that I just see on Instagram, like I saw that I'm thinking like, like what, 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 what next? What next? What next? And it's, and of course, people have been saying, oh, but he's great because he's a person of color, yeah. diversity. What? <coughs> evil is evil, man. Evil is evil. Sure. Oh, and of course, they'll send the brand boy to go and do yeah, this. Exactly. 1,000%. Because it, if it falls under the, 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 the minorities. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now you have a minority mm-hmm. fucking up the experiences of other minorities. It makes, it just makes it someone else's problem or it's our problem is not, is everyone's problem. It really is. And people need, we need to fix up. I'm sorry. Honestly, <laughs> we can't be okay with this. We can't be okay. And you don't just need to have, you don't, in order to like have something to say about this you don't need to know someone who's trans you don't need to mm. live that experience you don't need to do anything you just need to 
be able to exist and be a human being. Yeah, to understand it's not that be this a is cunt. wrong. Like this is wrong. Yeah. What the frick, man? Please. Human rights are trans rights. Right. Human rights are black rights. Human mm-hmm. rights are gay rights. So mm-hmm. if you're not down, you cannot. You cannot be down for cannot. human rights and not be down for trans rights. Mad. So. If that, if you're someone that doesn't agree with this and thinks that you um, and agrees with what is happening mm-hmm. and these uh, rights being taken away uh, from trans people, then I don't feel like you're entitled to any kind of human right mm-hmm. for, for you. So you can be beaten up in the street. Yeah. Uh, I can steal your things if I see you and I want to slap you. I'll, I can just do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want you pissing in the men's or the women's. Um, just yeah your human rights are gone if you believe that someone if you believe someone of like color or someone that hasn't got the same sexuality preference as you or identity as you if you don't think that they're entitled to human rights or their rights exclusively to them then yours also are revoked my dear goodbye okay all your your rights baby then (coughs) right so my belt this week and i'm unsure how to phrase this but This is how I'm going to say it. It goes to, um, and this is upon my own reflection of October 2022 uh, here in the UK from my experience, yeah? I want to give, after experiencing that month, which was allegedly Black History Month, my belt goes to the whole of the UK um, for its lack, its real lack of celebrating or even acknowledging uh, Black History Month, I felt like it came and it went, and the vim wasn't there like it was in 2021. Pure tumbleweed. It was tumbleweed, babes. And I saw maybe like one or two motherfucking things on my Instagram feed from from corporations or whatnot, like one or two. And of course, I was up up in in and out of Soho and Central. So I saw a few red fl- um, red flags. I saw a few uh, banners in like mm-hmm. um, queer spaces, not in your regular, degular, mm-hmm. straight, you know, regular place. I didn't see any of the, any of the companies I work for. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to say it. Yeah, None of the companies that I work for d- decided to acknowledge black history month and what is interesting is that half of the cast of my show Mm. are black Mm -hmm. it's set in uganda nothing was done um i remember a couple years ago actually when james was in the cast i there was there was a tension there's always a motherfucking tension and anywhere you go as as a person Mm -hmm. of color but especially in black history History month if you're around white people there's always a a, a tension when discussing race with the majority mm-hmm. of white people. Some people you can have it with freely, but more time than none, when you're around white folk and you want to talk about race, it, they start glitching yeah. like computers. From even when the, it's positive stuff. Even positive <laughs> stuff. They, <laughs> like, some of them still even struggle just to say the word black. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like 80% of, of, of the whites have advanced in their being able to say mm-hmm. the word black without having to whisper it yeah, or yeah. be like, I don't mean to, offend, to be offensive, but you know, you know the black, Person. No, see my color, like, why, see my color. Why Thank are you me. whispering that? You know, you're, it's not swearing. It's not. It's not a bad thing. If anything, I'm worried. Why you're worried to say this? But anyway, speaking about race in front of um, white people can often be uh, a whole situation in in itself. And so this one year at the Book of Mormon, I was just like, 
Yo, happy 1st of October. It's Black History Month. Every day after warm-up, in Paris notices, while everyone gives their, shares news, myself and other members of the cast, beg your pardon, so I just had a milkshake I made, and it was Mm -hmm. buff, but it's making me, me, um, what's that thing called? Where you, what am I just doing? Hiccup, whatever. Yeah, I said I'm going to give, we're going to give you facts. We're going to come with facts from um, black, ideally British history, and... um, that was that, and that was a whole experience in itself. This year, I remained quiet because I just did not have the energy to to do it. Um, however, the other place that I work, End Clothing, mm. streetwear, very known for streetwear and mm-hmm. fashion. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, well, I'm not sorry, but for me, all of the like high, highbrow hyped up fashion shit is all stemmed and influenced from black culture. All of it from the baggy jeans to, to, to the, the, the hoodies, Mm -hmm. all of these luxury streetwear brand, not luxury streetwear brands, but these once like luxury brands like Dior, your Louis Vuitton, et cetera, et cetera. Like they used to be way more like clean cut, like years ago, since like you guys have finally clocked that, black is the shit mm. their their um the clothes that they're producing and their looks are streetwear like the majority of like the fact that virgil abloh was even appointed yeah. when he was here god rest his soul black man mm-hmm. appointed the head of the menswear like he heavily influenced that with the the bigger trainers and louis were known for trainers there was no for luggage and now they're known for trainers their hoodies mm-hmm. um the Balenciaga never used to be the way they are today. I feel like they're very heavily influenced by that wayward man, Kanye West, but we move. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're, it's all streetwear now. It's all overpriced streetwear. The streets wasn't f- founded by Becky and Colin, babes. Nice. It's, it's, it's your Jamal's, it's your Keisha's, yes. it's, it's your Mars's, your James's, your, yes. it's black and brown people. Mm-hmm. And that place that sells clothes that uh like i said inspired by black culture and feed and bleed into black culture didn't say not one thing they didn't they were holding events one of the events they did they brought a chicken shop in and had a white man come and sell a shoe i said wow in 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 october you're not doing anything and i pressed all my colleagues i said i'm not saying it but i would like all of you especially white ones to go up to one of the managers and say you know what are we doing for black history month because raw a lot of our clients here are b- black or brown. A lot of the things we sell are influenced and due to black culture. Why are we not out here yep. doing it? Like you come into the shop and they're, they're, they're playing Skepta. Yeah, they're playing Beyonce. They're playing ba- majority black artists. They've mm-hmm. got Drake on repeat. But not once did you want to do anything for Black History Month that goes for that. Sh- those All of those jobs that I work... And then just like on my Instagram feed, I didn't see Norin. I just didn't see anything. Like, I didn't see anything. I even spoke to my cousin who's an influencer. She was like, Miles, this month I would normally be making money because brands even want to do a performative. Like, even if it's just performative, she was like, it's been hard out here. And so many of my other influencer friends have been saying the same thing. I... I'm shocked. I, I don't know if shocked is even the right word at this point, but I'm definitely just disappointed because it's only been two years since the, the you know, the Black Lives Matter movement. And I know they've gone through some some shenanigans mm-hmm. over the last like month or so with 
validity or whatnot, but it still stands that black lives do matter, yes. regardless of the organisation or whatnot, because of the um, murder of George Floyd and the rights that that, that um, incited and the things that have happened since then to draw attention and conversations that have been brought to the forefront. If, if to me, it felt like it happened and then the next year we did it just because of all oh, that was last year mm -hmm. and the, we've been in lockdown so we've not really had much to talk about so we'll keep it up and then this year now that everything is pretty much fully open is like ah do you know what nah we've we've maxed out our budget on 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 giving a fuck about yeah, for real. black uh shit when in actuality things are still really bad so. things are we're, we're still struggling we're still fighting the same old fights doors are still being closed mm -hmm. in many people's faces when they're much more than deserving to people that are passing through that door um yeah and there's still the same issues that we were discussing back in 2020 and 2021 that we're still you know navigating to this day so the fact that things haven't been done for me and and on, on a as big a scale as it was the last year it's disgusting mm -hmm. like it's, it's it's just like it just is like what's the, what was the, all the point in that what was the point in all of the marches that we were doing what was the point in everyone all of your white colleagues and all of the fucking uh uh, corporations and organizations that wanted to use the hashtag on the thing black lives matter yep. when now in this here uk in the whole of october what the fuck were you guys doing you were doing nothing you were doing norin you were doing norin norin at all and it's just it's, it, it is a is a piss take and had i of been on this podcast from like earlier back then i would have been i would have spoken up about it every week about the lack the about the lack of mm -hmm. you know shit happening and, you know, it doesn't even mean we've got to, like, talk about issues. Like, it's not always Black History Month. Let's talk about slavery. Let's talk about no, this is bad, this is bad. Let's, let's celebrate things. We will not... I don't believe that black people or black history was really celebrated in the way that it deserves to have been this yeah. month in... Uh, not this month, last month in the UK Agreed. at all. And also, a lot of the black platforms that are there... <laughs> I don't think you did a good enough job. I really don't. You but it was giving Joe. It was really giving Joe. And I, I saw some bits were happening. And I understand a lot of these platforms may be self-funded. Like one of the things that I did, and I'm very proud to have worked on in October, I was the head of press for the Black British Theatre mm -hmm. Awards. And even that, like when I was having to reach out to press and like certain people in attending, oh, let me not even because that could have been another belt I gave because I had to reach out to some of your faves. Ooh. I had to reach out to some of your faves. And did, what did you get back? Martha? Listen. What did you get back? Listen. I had to reach out to your Daniel Kaluuya's. Ooh. Hey, your Daniel Kaluuya's I had to reach out to in the month of October, mm. the Black British Black History Month. I had to reach out to your, your, your high cheekbone, gorgeous girl. What's her name? Who? High cheekbone. Michaela Cole. Michaela Cole. Let me not even name any more, mm. any more names. But I was reaching out to people of this caliber. The things I heard back from them or their people. And then we wonder, we wonder why. We wonder why. So I, I'm saying this to link into, um, into uh, the lack of things happening and the celebration of whatnot during Black History Month by black platforms. Mm -hmm. I also understand because of how the uk works and because of my own experience as a creator and as you know i don't want to say activist because i don't like saying i'm a black activist i'm act activist of love but like 
as me, as the things and the things that I partake in, I also understand that other blacks don't want to help and support. And other like white um, owned businesses or uh, um, establishments that can offer capital to help these things, you know, into come into fruition. I understand that there's not that help there. But when we can't even help each other, Ooh. when we can't even help each other, that is when it, that's why we say UK's bad, bad vibes. That is is disappointing to me. So yeah, my belt this this week goes to anyone that said no to um, any kind of entertaining of or collaboration with um, someone wanting to do something for Black History Month. All of the uh, corporations that didn't donate, didn't support, or didn't raise awareness of the fact that it was Black British. British Oh my days! <laughs> Sorry, I'm, when I get when I get riled up, my the words don't word. Um, basically, the, anyone that wasn't about it with the same energy that they were like mm. a year or two ago, um, and yeah, to black people not wanting to help out other black people when when it's not glitzy and glamorous and getting them lots of money and fame because in the same breath of you saying no to helping. X, Y, and Z, or attending this, or doing this and doing that, you will say yes to run and do something else That's because right. there's a big, big check out of it. Mm -hmm. Even though more times now it's not actually doing any good, you're just getting your money and yep. making a white owned, um, a white owned establishment or company look like they give a fuck when really neither of you fucking idiots give a fuck about the the the, the advancement of the rest of us. That to me is icky vibes, and yeah, all of you lot get my belt. So, segue, segue, segue. So I feel like we've come to the end of the returning episode uh, of Get the Butt Podcast. I want to say a very huge, huge uh, thank you to my best friend James for coming. Aww. I don't know whether you can tell, but like this recording was done in two parts. Like I actually had to leave out to go and do a show, uh, and then I was like, "Oh, when are we going to finish it?" Um, and it could have been any time between now and Saturday when it came out, which was like a day. Um, and James just stayed, uh, stayed here and waited until I finished my show and came back. And then we finished with giving the belt. And yes, I just want to say, I'm so thankful and so grateful for you, Aww. James, because you always support me and you're always there. And to stay here and not do anything but order a little gourmet burger kitchen Come on now. until the, the <laughs> until onion rings home. the onion rings bang yeah please <laughs> please no no i'm so so grateful and so thankful for you um i couldn't have asked for a better host um to come on the returning episode yes um thanks for yeah just always being there i love you bro um this has come out on my birthday. I'm trying to think if there's anything I'm missing. Get ready um, for the, the content from the birthday year. Because yeah. Because everybody is going to be serving. I'm so excited. I hate... This is the thing, yeah. It's an... I'm... I need to, like, relax a bit. Because I know it is going to be sensational. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes... When you when you're like oh I'm gonna I'm bigging it up I'm bigging it up too much I don't think that that exists with this I honestly feel like this night is going to be sensational I it hope so because I've not posted about it mouse, or done stuff like mouse. obviously I've put it on my close friends but I've not been like hounding people ah what to listen to me <laughs> this is going to be sensational everybody's going to be dressed yeah down 
it's gonna be vibes. Yeah. I, just I hope so. I, I think so. Already, some of the people that have like messaged me, like, I've got this, I've got this, I've got that. I'm like, oh my god, it's made me worry, like, rotted. Like, this is my thing, and how, am I gonna even? Am I gonna set? Come the bar? like it's your like, wedding day, and someone's coming in the white dress, huh? Ready to slay. What did you just say? You know, like if it's someone's wedding day and then someone else pops up in in a white dress. Do you know what the gag is? Someone, somebody, somebody very important to me right now is actually is coming in a white suit. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, not you trying to steal my thunder, girl? Wow. Huh? Not you making this about you? It's all right. I'll buy a nice little coloured cocktail, yeah, and I'll trip. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> Bless. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, this has come out on my birthday. I'm really glad to be back. Um, blah, 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 blah. Obviously we didn't do any questions this week um, From next week feel free to send Your emails to Contact at getthebeltpod.com Rah I'm surprised Still I even there. remembered Still that um, Yeah I'd much prefer if you send them there Than DMs to my personal ones Not it uh, And yeah send your questions away I'm sure you've got lots of questions I've not been here for a while Um I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've missed. Uh, please share, subscribe, yes. all of the things as per usual. Um, shit, I feel like that's... I feel like that is it. That is it, though. Is there anything that you want to add to this Um, episode? I just want to say I'm just so proud that you are back. I'm mm. so proud that you have done this. Look at you, yeah. We managed to film half of it or three quarters of it. You went yeah. to work. You came back. We got it done. Um, I'm excited to listen back to this because I want to see what kind of foolishness was coming up my mouth. Because hey, sometimes I felt like because of the nature of this show, like of this episode, yeah, it was really quite saved and sanctified it was, because it was, it, was, it was, you know, welcome back, heartfelt, whatever. Very, very much so. I was also very quite conscious because so. I had to go to work yeah, that when yeah, you were yeah. asking me the questions yeah. to like not even mm-hmm. give. Because I can't go and sing after I've cried. Yeah, I even yeah, got yeah. a little bit emotional when we was doing it, yeah, but not as all. much as mm-hmm, I could have. Mm-hmm. But um, because of that, I feel like I, I definitely, we definitely held back yeah. on some of the things that could have been mm-hmm, said. Mm-hmm. And on the show, <laughs> you're lucky, you. <laughs> but I think, yeah. Anything, anything else that you want to? No, just continue supporting black people, please. Yeah. Please and thank you. Yeah. Share when you when you listen to something when you watch something share it if you like something share it mm. tell people when you like things tell and also tell people when you don't like things as well that's okay Fact. too it doesn't always have to be positive nothing doesn't always have to be positive give people op- the opportunity to make their own opinions and and feel their own things about things as well mm-hmm. don't keep things locked inside like let it out let people know what go on yeah man like, yeah that's it wicked well we've come to the end once again thank you and thank you all for listening and thank you really to all of the listeners that have been there especially since like since the very beginning um i really appreciate you all i'm sorry for my silence um and not being here but it just it it clearly just wasn't the time and i it would have been shit it would have been fucking shit you would have hated me i would have released absolute nonsense it would have been atrocious no you you didn't want it um i am gonna be it's gonna be different because i've grown a lot um but it's gonna be fun i think so it's gonna be more loving i'm still gonna cuss out motherfuckers and all of that shit and we're still gonna have a good time but yeah i i I definitely have changed um and yeah i'm excited for you all to get stuck into this again weekly and i'm excited for all the new um listeners that will come on this journey with me and 
yeah, I'm glad to be back and thank you. So all the love and the messages are really, they're really appreciated. So that is it. We've come to the very end. I've so, I feel like I've said we've come to the very end a million motherfucking times. I'm so sorry about this. Let me let you guys get on with your your date or your evening or wherever it is. Um, oh, I did. One thing I did forget to say is I was actually invited to go and watch the Bros, the film, uh, the Bros uh, screening premiere here in the UK, which is starring T.S. Madison, which is the only reason I know about it and wanted wanted to go and see it. Obviously, with my situation right now in my personal dating life. I'm feeling quite good and so seeing that film was I was an emotional mess James I need I'll go and watch it again with you oh, I, I cried three times if not more it's so cute and it's also like really really quite groundbreaking in, in the sense that it is one of the it is the first ever rom-com mm. about a gay couple that has been put in, in mainstream exactly. cinemas yeah there have been films like that, but they're they're on your Netflixes yeah. somewhere buried yeah, yeah, in the yeah. LGBT graveyard uh-huh. or or small small on YouTube. Yeah. But this is Come on. premiering around the world, mainstream, big. Um, who is it? I think it's Sony Picture. I can't remember. Ah, uh, but it's a big it's a big house putting this on, and it is so good and so necessary to see to see you know gay love just in its regular degular shit which yes. to a lot of people isn't going to be regular degular but that is some of the things that you see in this movie which you might be like oh my god that's so mad that is day-to-day life hey. being in the lgbtq Ain't community and it's a lot girl but it's beautiful it's lovely my next my next um point would just to be the next film that comes out let's see some black gay love please, please. and you can definitely cast me you can cast james we'll I'll be, be available yeah, man, I'm ready, man. <laughs> it's fine i'm, I'm there i'm there <laughs> But yeah, that really is it. Uh, thank you so much for coming back. Please share with your friends. I love you all. I've missed you all. And I cannot wait to speak again to you next week and read your questions and whatnot. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I've enjoyed it as well. My name is Miles Hart and this podcast is brought to you by Nice Things Network. Home of Melanie Magnificence and Kingdom of Belts. You have been listening to Get The Belt. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com.
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.